0: Mm but you're an island girl nonetheless absolutely Rhode Island to the Caribbean (laughs) yes I'm here with Frances Vasquez yes artist (laughs) Boricua queen of Rhode Island coffee milk connoisseur what else what else
1: Oh, my goodness. Teacher. Uh, salsa teacher. Well, not salsa teacher. I like salsa and I'm a teacher. <laughs> but you're not going to teach it if you
0: know it. Why don't you share the knowledge? Why are you hoarding the knowledge I of salsa? Can't,
1: I can't. I'm learning I'm not a teacher at heart. <laughs>
0: Where do you take classes? At a, at Bosa?
1: Um, I, I, used, yeah, I used to take classes at Salsa with Sylvia on Georgia Ave. Okay. Yeah. She has a whole school? A whole school. And she has one in D.C. and then she has one in Bethesda. Wow. Yeah. And she
0: runs both of them? She runs both of them. She's all over the place. She's, she's the doing place. it.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy because she's Eastern European and she's incredible.
0: Does she look Latina? La- she could Latinx? pass.
1: Yeah, she could pass as like a South American. Okay, like yeah. an Argentinian or something like exactly, that. Exactly, like a light-skinned Argentinian. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So
0: like as like a Latina, do you feel like, do you feel some type of way when like non-Latin people are dancing or doing, or like teaching salsa or like profiting off of like, latin culturing like that
1: no if anything i'm i'm impressed yeah. because you know i grow up i grew up with the music so it's more in like in my blood in my system and i have the rhythm naturally but when a person who does not grow up in that culture can dance and do it well i'm always impressed um i am the only thing that i do get really annoyed by is i never took classes growing up so when i go dancing and i go to these like Open uh, sessions where people go after they learn, after they've taken classes. They expect you to know their moves, and I'm like, "Girl, you're choreographer. Boy, you're choreographer. That's not natural. <laughs> like, don't come here upset with me because I can't follow your little move that you learned in class." So for
0: salsa, does everybody have their own set of like moves? Like, is it like an like a formula? Like, we do this and then we do this, but then the other studios will have like the whole we do the twirly first, and then twirly last, and then. So how do you know how to? You just kind of have to know the people you're dancing with
1: kind of and then there are also like set um like moves that you could do right so you have styles is what they call them and so you can learn them and there are basic ones that everybody knows but i don't i've never taken classes that level you know okay so my classes that i've I've taken were just basic classes um and then i have just the natural rhythm of liking to dance so when they do like a flick of the finger and this little flick of the finger <laughs> is supposed to be this twirl and then this other twirl after. I'm like, bitch, I don't know. I don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> she didn't flick her finger. Teacher, right? Sylvia, exactly. Sylvia, Sylvia,
1: come get her. Come and I'm be- like, I grew up in this. Don't come and play with me.
0: <laughs> this is my music. Right. It's salsa from Puerto Rico originally or is it just like a Caribbean in general kind of dance?
1: Yeah. So it's funny. I was just talking to a man. My favorite bar and, you know, is um, Adam's organ. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're always there. Always
1: there. And I was speaking to one of the drummers from last night's band, and he was talking about the origins of salsa. And he said that actually the um, call and response, the that thing that we do in salsa originated in Cuba and it wasn't anywhere before that. Um, But the base, the base of it is West African. Wow. And then because Cubans are highly influenced by West Africans. And then they made that little call and response. And then Puerto Ricans, he said, added the flavor. So wow. So it's like
0: a, a collaboration between Cuba and Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's really cool with the base in Africa, of course. with Africa. Yeah. Africa yeah. is the root. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really that good at salsa, but I still do it. I don't, I don't let that stop me. No,
1: don't. No. Yeah,
0: that's dope. So um, growing up in like a Borica household in Rhode Island, did you guys have like sessions where it's like, OK, Friday night, move the tables. Move the chairs. <laughs> it's time to put on the six to seven p.m. It's salsa yeah. time. It's <laughs> salsa time.
1: No, it was more of like family parties and events. Yeah. So like if it was someone's birthday or someone's graduation, any any occasion where we could drink and party, it <laughs> <laughs> was music and salsa. Yeah,
0: always, always. Always. Mm-hmm. You 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 built up to it, right? You didn't just like. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. You have to learn. And- oh yeah. And yeah. You don't learn officially. If, is it looked down upon if you take classes in the community? Like, is it like, wow, you're not even a real equal, You have to go to Sylvia's. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Salsa with Sylvia. Yeah, she's with getting Sylvia. a lot of promo here. She is. I want to go now. <laughs> she's actually very good. <laughs> I
0: bet. I bet she's two locations.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's how good she is. Uh, <laughs> no, um, not honestly. People don't take classes really, that's not a thing. So, mm-hmm. When you asked that question, it actually struck me. So I was like, "Oh, I never heard anybody taking classes like within my community growing up because you just knew, and if you didn't, you were just the person who didn't dance, right? Like, yeah. it was never like you're gonna go learn th- through someone else. If you wanted to learn, you'd take your aunt and uncle, and they would <laughs> they would teach you. It's you a know? family lineage of yeah, yeah, you have
0: master to student. Yeah, exactly type situation. You yeah. can only learn it from people. I'm Sudanese. I don't think we really have dances that are that intricate. Because salsa is not something you can just pick up. No, you know it's no. definitely showcases your skills. In Sudan, we have like dances, but you could I could probably teach you how to do them right now. And yeah, you'd be pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's very. But
1: there's a rhythm and a swag, you know.
0: Yeah, what's the swag for
1: you? I'm sure. Oh, for me, so yeah.
0: like you think because like I was raised in it, I kind of like. I have the, so what yeah. it is it's basically you just snap your fingers uh-huh. and do that and okay, like you do I it to the do to the beat of the, the beat of the okay. the song and if uh-huh. the song's faster you, the snaps are more frequent okay okay you know it's yeah. all relative to but the do song.
1: people freestyle because that's when you know people have the swag you know
0: yeah so people will they'll freestyle but like they'll do it with like swords or sticks so the men dance with like swords or sticks yeah and they're just like but the freestyle is just them like doing it fast or like kind of like adding a little flavor like you said yeah exactly a little flavor (laughs) on it but uh, but that's it uh it's like salsa is like very i feel like it's like a formula you know because i was salsa dancing at bosa Mm -hmm. and then i I found out i was twirling people the wrong way the whole time Mm -hmm. i was being too violent (laughs) 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 i was (laughs)
1: you were flinging them across the room
0: i was like Beyblading them across the room <laughs> let her rip
1: That's wow you brought me back to middle school with the bay yo the
0: little arenas yes like ugh.
1: intense
0: were you a Beyblader?
1: oh i was yes well i was in like uh with the cards and everything but i would just hit someone with
0: it like, i like them when they smash each other oh like, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. fun part Or
1: when you can fling it across the room at your brother and he's like hanging out with his friends yo
0: just. were you a little prankster <laughs>
1: um yes and no I thought it was, I, w- I had like a little bit of anxiety when it came to pranks because, yeah. you know, like that anticipation.
0: <laughs> the suspense between it yeah. happening and you thinking it's going to happen or yeah. not.
1: I couldn't handle it. So I would always like snitch on myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you couldn't handle the anxiety of the, no. of the prank. So like, did you ever have like an elaborate prank where you like, were so into it, but then you just ruined it because like, yes. your anxiety got on the way. <laughs> what was this prank? How big was it? Yeah, How I was elaborate? actually
1: an adult <laughs> at
0: this point. OK, let's look into that.
1: <laughs> I also want to hear your story, but I'm sure you were a prankster. You give me prankster vibes.
0: Little prank. I mean, I wasn't like elaborate prankster because I wasn't patient enough for those. Yeah, I was like hide in (laughs) hide in the bathroom type, and then like once that got bad because I hid in the shower and someone was actually (laughs) started using the bathroom while I was in. So stuff like that, hiding under the bed and being like, "Oh, where's the remote? Go look for it." Yeah, you know stuff like that. But like elaborate pranks, like I feel like it's a little sadistic when like you're taking time. Yeah. To like you know weeks like you've thought about this for it's been on your mind for a week makes yeah. like, scaring me yeah traumatizing me has been yeah. like some of your you know it's,
1: yes well you took it to heart on that <laughs>
0: yeah it's like if you analyze it psychologically it's like why do you find joy in my pain bro like I thought we were family man. oh yeah
1: oh yeah 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 there's a guy on Instagram I don't know his name but he's from England and he does tons of pranks on his family and sometimes I feel really bad for that.
0: Yo, those prank videos on like the same ones on like a lot of guys do on their girlfriends. Those are, yeah. those are really sad.
1: Yeah, like bad ones like like throw her in the ocean in the middle of the day. What?
0: Yeah. Are you is this a TikTok?
1: Yeah, there's been men I've seen that like they're out to dinner or whatever like looking really nice and as a prank could just push her into the oh. water and she's like well she comes back and does like horrible things back to him. So You think
0: it's kind of staged though.
1: I don't know. I know it's consensual, at least. So
0: before they had a talk beforehand, like I can prank you at any moment. Right, right. (laughs) Because
1: she gets mad, but then she like pranks him back. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like you thought they'd break up, but then they have another video next week, and they're still together.
1: Like for me, this is grounds of fucking you up. And they're just laughing about it. I'm like, imagine,
0: okay. imagine being in a relationship with someone like that after they were in a relationship like that. Like you get them after oh my they were like in that weird pranking dynamic oh and they're so messed up because of oh it. Oh my
1: God. And then it's like it's like letting your kid stay at your mother's house. I don't have a child, but I'm imagining, right? And the kid does whatever the hell they want at your mom's house and they come back to you and they're horrible. And you're like, what the fuck, bro?
0: <laughs> they're eating all the go with no...
1: Exactly. <laughs> Just waking up at 3 a.m. eating Pop-Tarts, like, no, this is not the vibe.
0: Watching <laughs> countless hours of, like, Nickelodeon. And, yeah. Ugh, insane. Yeah.
1: But the prank, um, so basically I was an adult and I was living in West Africa and I had made friends with Lebanese people.
0: Okay. Are there a lot of Lebanese people in West Africa? Uh, yeah, okay.
1: a ton. They, like, do business there okay. pretty often. Um, and some of my favorite people in the world. And so uh, we got really, really close and... <laughs> I wanted to prank my friend's roommate at the time because he was a fucking just prankster too, like just constantly fucking with me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get you back. Um, So I put saran wrap on his toilet.
0: No.
1: (laughs) To try to, uh, hoping he would pee, not poop. (laughs) And then he would just bounce off and come back at him. And the thing about the toilets in West Africa at least in this apartment is that the shower and the toilet are like in one room So okay. like there's no curtain or bathtub. It's like all kind of joy So you
0: can shower while you're using the toilet 100%, In theory 100%, 100% I've, I've done tried- it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running late <laughs> It was
1: amazing <laughs> you, it's like, like you've a, heard of peeing in the shower. Have you heard
0: of, <laughs> of shitting in the shitting shower. In the shower. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> so you put the saran wrap and then your anxiety starts bubbling up inside of you oh
1: my god yes i'm bub- like bubbling and then i told my friend i was doing it and he starts getting anxiety too
0: because <laughs> he's like so your other friend who's not getting pranked yeah he's not getting okay.
1: pranked. <laughs> he starts getting anxiety because he's i think he's afraid that Hadi, which is the guy's name was gonna get mad yeah. and i was like don't worry, it's okay. It's just a little pee. Don't worry. <laughs> it's all connected. You can just wash it down, like wash it off. And by the time Matthew got home, Emilio had already taken the Saran wrap off and he didn't tell me. Oh, no,
0: Emilio.
1: Why? No. And I thought, yeah. So maybe
0: that- he was protecting you from Hathi's like revenge prank. <laughs> like he was like, okay, we're upping it. Like, you know, maybe he, yeah. he's like, she's not going to be able to handle where he wants to take this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I think he just wanted to avoid a fight, but Heidi wouldn't have fought with me. I think he would have just came back stronger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would have made him a better man. Yeah. The adversity. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. So you were in West Africa. What part of West Africa were you, were you hanging in? I
1: was living in Cameroon.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long were you in Cameroon for?
1: For two years. Wow. Mm-hmm. A
0: whole Cameroonian two years. Mm-hmm. So which city is like, were you in the capital city? Or were you like on the on the outskirts or? No.
1: Yeah. We, so the program I did is Peace Corps. And so Peace Corps volunteers don't typically live in big cities. Okay. Um, so I was living in, um, so they have different regions, 10 different regions and, and my region was the West region. So I lived in the West region, which is in the West.
0: <laughs> it's called what?
1: Just the West region. This is called West region. Mm-hmm. Is
0: it near the ocean? I imagine.
1: Um, no. So yeah, the Southern border. Uh, that has the coastal area, and then it connects other. You have Nigeria to the left, and like Congo, CAR to the right. Um, but the southern part is only the south, and the littoral are the two regions that touch that coast. Okay. The west is over the littoral.
0: I see. So it's yeah. almost like mainly land surroundings. Yes. Okay.
1: I would say like the border, maybe thirty percent of it is coastal.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool but like so you're in the villages of Cameroon yeah. for 2 years. For 2 years. Wow. So what this is this part of Peace Corps, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to pick West Africa?
1: Great question. And do
0: you get to pick in Peace Corps or do they just kind of throw you wherever?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you have two options, right? Okay. So when you do your interview, you go to like the website and you do the whole thing and you're like, oh, let me a Peace Corps dude. Adventures. <laughs> I'm going to save some people, which you don't, but <laughs> and the whole, the whole, yeah, the whole vibe that you think. And then, um, yeah, so I was like, I knew I wanted to go to West Africa. So you could do two things. Either you choose a place you want to go and you apply directly to that place. Or you tell a recruiter what you're thinking and they kind of suggest places. OK. So I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go, so I talked to a recruiter and I said, I want a West African country and I want it to be French-speaking because I was learning French at the time at, in school. So they chose Cameroon as an option for me. Um, and so I also wanted to choose a West African country because Puerto Rican culture is so heavily influenced by West African culture. And I wanted the experience to not only be, like, a humanitarian experience for me, but kind of, like, a soul-searching experience. Yeah. In terms of, like, culture and, like, finding...
0: Your roots, because I'm sure you have, like, West African Mm -hmm. DNA in you. Do you -hmm. think that's what drew you towards West Africa? Like, that was, like, your ancestors were kind of, like, calling you, like... Come back, come back to, <laughs> come back to the motherland.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I felt like I was, because a lot of um, like Puerto Rican influence or cultures, like Spanish in a lot of ways, we like to deny that like Africanness, right? Mm-hmm. Not actually, I feel like depending, because my family is super proud of our African roots. So they never denied it. But there are a little like tinges of racism and stuff like that anti-blackness right? and stuff anti-blackness like that. Blackness, yeah. exactly and i was never i never understood it and so i wanted to go to west africa and see face to face the connectedness and like the parallels between puerto rican culture and west african culture because i could easily go to spain whenever you know and and, and i have been to spain mm-hmm. but i'd never been to an african country and people talk about africa in this like huge way where it's like africa but it's so diverse and there's so many things to see and so many kinds of people. And so I was like, I want to understand what it means to be in Cameroon, not Africa, because you can't get all of it in one place, right? And then I want to connect my culture to this original culture that influenced us so much.
0: Did you find the similarities you were kind of looking for in the connection? What are some of the things you realize are really similar in like Puerto Rican culture and Mm -hmm. like Cameroonian culture?
1: Yeah, well, the music number one, like, Heavy influence, like you can hear it from the beginning.
0: So, can you salsa to Cameroonian oh, yeah. music? They Easy. do, they, they do like a little salsa dance, oh, yeah. 100%. Nope. So, salsa the self, the dance itself originated from um, can we say that like the movements? Can we talk about that? The twirling, you What's know, twirling that's a
1: good question that I have not researched, so I don't know, but you can 100% do it. And they do. I've danced with African Cameroonians in a club in Cameroon just like salsa yeah and they're 100 percent like great you know naturally naturally
0: yeah that's just that's that's the answer you were looking for yeah. this, for two years that's what you found that's what i found that was yeah amazing. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so that i mean they're all like amazing in terms of music and rhythm and not all of them some of them cannot dance just like any other culture right mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then yeah that and then just like the demeanor of people like just friendly mm-hmm. and all everything's a joke Like there's nothing that's taken seriously. And in Puerto Rican culture, it's the same. It's like you can make a joke about anything and it's hilarious. And so I like those two things were really the things that stood out to me. Just how happy, friendly and just jovial people are and um, the musical aspect to it.
0: Music. What about the food? Was there any connection with the food?
1: Just plantains. The plantains were the ones that were really connected. (laughs) Platanos, yeah. But no, they have very specific types of food that are not at all like Puerto Rican food. Yeah, but the plantains is the one thing that I would say connects us. And they eat a lot of root vegetables, and we do too, but just in a different way. Like
0: cassava and stuff like that. Cassava,
1: taro, <laughs> stuff like that.
0: Taro, like mm. the boba flavor? Taro.
1: Taro. I don't know if it's the same. It's If it's a root, then yes. Is it purple?
0: <laughs> ta- it the, could be purple, but it could wow. be white too. And I think there might be a connection. I think Yeah. There's another, be. there's a Taiwanese Cameroonian connection as well. Mm. That we need to, I need to spend two years in Taiwan. There <laughs> you go. And I need to analyze this. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. when you were in Cameroon in the Peace Corps, what did a typical day look like to you? Like, because you weren't, were you like in school while you were doing that? Or was it like everything was focused on Peace Corps?
1: Yeah. It's So yeah, everything was focused on Peace Corps. So the way that Peace Corps is set up over the globe, every country has different sectors that you can work in. Mm-hmm. So for Cameroon specifically, they have the education sector, the health sector, and the agriculture sector. So I worked in the education sector. Okay. So basically you're volunteering, which means that you only have to work 20 hours a week in whatever sector it is that you're wow,
0: working. In. That's really good. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. super
1: good. And then the rest of the time, then you can use that time to do like community projects or like whatever it is that you want to do. Okay. Um, and for education volunteers, we do a lot of like book drives and like um, we do do cross work with agriculture and health. So we'll get like our kids HIV tested just to make sure they know their status or mm-hmm. We'll teach them some kind of agricultural thing, right? Um, I really honed in on the club. So we did a UNESCO club. Okay. That was my favorite thing in the world. (laughs) And every week we just had a fun activity that we would do on Wednesdays. And we did, like, bottle rockets, and we talked about Africa's influence in the globe, and we went on field trips to museums, and we, like, did, like, stuff that, like, American students do. Yeah. But, like, in Cameroon. And it was wow. so fucking fun. And we made, like, um, renewable menstruation pads. and
0: How do you make it? Like, a diva cup? No.
1: So, <laughs> it was, like, a pad that you put, like, a like it looks like a, a pad that you would use normally, but mm-hmm. made out of fabric. And then wow. you take... Um, like a towel and you cut it up into like a square rectangle shape and then you just switch out the, the rectangles throughout the day but there's like that pad underneath
0: oh so there's like a piece that you can remove mm-hmm. a removable piece
1: so like clips like the the base clips but all you have to switch out is the the towel that's the really day. cool
0: yeah did you bring that knowledge here to america <laughs> to share with us
1: um if you want to learn i got you <laughs>
0: Make a YouTube tutorial. <laughs> yeah. You share with the world. Yeah. So that's really cool. So you were taking these kids on field trips and you were like their teacher, basically, right? They're like, yeah. Oh, Miss Frances.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Madame Vasquez. Madame Vasquez. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: Because they speak French. Yeah. That's really cool. And mm-hmm. so you guys were in the village. How did you guys get to these museums so the museums like in the city? So like, oh was God. it was it a big like ordeal? It like- was
1: a shit show. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> So mind you, I don't know anything about Cameroon. I get there and I'm like doing my best, right? Yeah. So I'm asking people like, if I want to take these, all of these kids on a field trip, what do I do? This is not a common thing. So people are like, what the
0: fuck? Why are you taking <laughs> these are our kids. What are you, where are you taking them? <laughs> yeah. You're kidnapping our children. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah.
1: They were like, girl, what do you mean? I'm like, I want to take all these kids to the museum. How do I do it? And they're like, okay, well, you could go to the bus company. So they're, they have really great transportation, honestly. Okay. Really, really like good. Like public transportation. Public transportation, okay. yeah. And so they have a, like little bus companies. <laughs> and the buses, usually they go between towns. So you'll take one in one, like Bafusan, which is like the capital of the West. Mm-hmm. And you can take it to Yaoundé, which is the capital of the center, which is the capital of the whole country. Right. Okay. So you can take these buses everywhere. But I've never thought about using it for my kids. Right. Yeah. So usually they're supposed to fit like four... Eight, twelve, 12, like 16 people comfortably. Right. Yeah. And then you have the driver and the person in the front seat. I had 32 kids who wanted to go on this field trip <laughs> <laughs> and I had a small ass budget. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm a volunteer. I'm not rich. I'm getting paid like the locals. Like I don't get paid a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we rented the bus and stuck 32 kids in there.
0: <laughs> so like kids were like on top of each other, like sitting <laughs> down
1: <Exactly laughs> on the floor like sitting on top of each other three on top of each other four in the front i was sitting like with a bunch of my kids in the front and this was normal like
0: it's like jenga oh 100 (laughs) percent Wow. But so they, illegal, so bad. But they all got to see the museum. Exactly. you they're going to remember, like, Madame uh, Vasquez. Yeah, know, exactly. Vasquez, you know, she, yeah. She did that. Please
1: don't get me in Peace Corps, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> you get an email later, like, right. 32, it just you says it. 32, the title's 32 kids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> get it, they're like, you have to spend six months in Cameroonian jail. Yeah. Come <laughs> <and laughs> <I'm
0: Yeah>. back. Meet <laughs> me, me, me at the embassy, the Cameroonian embassy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow that'd be wow so <clears throat> that's super cool so what, what was the museum like was it just like the museum of natural history cameroon like what were, what were you taking them to see like artwork or
1: mm-hmm. yeah so basically um chang is one of, is a university town like 20 minutes from my little village Banza, yeah. and so we left the village and we went onto the main road and went to chang and and they have this institute france france uh l'institut francais is the name of it it's the french institute is like uh, they, but they have these institutes everywhere around the world, and so French people who think the countries that they've colonized, they go in <laughs> <laughs> and they have these like these institutes where people can come and do research and whatever. Yeah. And the institute built this museum um, of his, of Cameroonian history for the region. Yeah. So it's a beautiful building, and it, it's inspired by the local cultures and the colors, and it's a, it's beautiful. And there's a lake, man-made lake, right in front of it. Um, and so we brought them there and it was all about them. It was all about them and their cultures and their people. And they learned a lot. And then upstairs, there was a bunch of artwork from local artists. And so we saw all of it.
0: Yeah. Right. Do you still keep in contact with these kids or? Yeah. Oh, no. How do you, like, Facebook and stuff? Or? Oh,
1: my God. Facebook, WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah, nope. yeah, well, yeah, Do they
0: just message you randomly? Like Message me randomly. Thinking of you.
1: Yeah, I'm them. A- you good? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, I need money. I'm like, no, 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 cut. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Western
0: Union, union me. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they think I'm a little piggy bank over here.
0: Yeah, that, that's, a, that's really funny. That's cool, though. You spent time in the Peace Corps. Um, spreading peace yeah i don't know I, I
1: definitely we learn and get way more out of it than anybody than else they does. Do. yeah yeah it's not fair at all
0: so you said you get paid like the locals is that like mm-hmm. stand? like you have to get paid what the locals are getting paid
1: yeah you're not allowed to get paid a ton more
0: to build solidarity with the locals like what is the reason behind that
1: i think it's a little bit of both i think it's like so you can like properly live among the people okay and you're not like living in this like lavish life but a lot of volunteers actually their parents are wealthy and like they come from privilege so it's very rare for somebody like me who comes from like an immigrant family yeah to do something like that because number one two years of basically making no money no one can afford that if my mom needed help with rent or she couldn't afford to take care of her bills because she was an immigrant or whatever whatever then i couldn't do that you know So most volunteers have money, so they'll have money back home,
0: yeah. and their parents will help them send them money and stuff like that. I yeah, for
1: sure, hundred percent. Yeah. But I don't, I didn't do that. So I just, I just suffered through it.
0: Wow. <laughs> and it was, a, it was, it was a
1: lot, but it was also fun because you have to take public transportation and you have to eat the meals that everyone else is eating and like do all the things, right? So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's good. I like it.
0: Wow, you thought it out. You you had like an anti Bourdain experience.
1: Oh yeah. You're I think more intense than him. Definitely more intense. Yeah. Yeah. But I honestly it was an experience that I hope everyone could if they want to. They should experience i think it's awesome
0: yeah i'd love to do something like that that sounds amazing yeah I was but trash, is Cameroonian though. french like the same as like academic rosetta stone
1: yeah it's just the accent that's different it's just the accent yeah
0: and maybe some like slang words that they use. oh yeah the like slang that. too yeah the slang as, as yeah, well yeah
1: but it's mostly the accent my french mom when i lived in france she was like your accent's so african your accent's <laughs> so african <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so when you went to cameroon yeah. um because you were american right where people like are you american though you you look you don't look American. you don't look like the other americans that mm-hmm. we've had contact with yeah um did you have to explain like oh puerto rico's an island off the coast oh, uh, yeah. in the caribbean or american citizens like did you have to do the yeah. whole thing yeah
1: yeah they had no idea and then they would call me la blanche which is like the white girl
0: yeah i guess relative yeah yeah, yeah.
1: So relative to your locals i was white mm-hmm. right so yeah they would call me that. and that was a huge like internal battle for a long time yeah. with me because i was like what the
0: Call me uh, i was never called white before yeah i'm like
1: I'm not white i'm calling me white so at first i had a lot of patients explaining and then after a while well my once i got to know my village i like told everybody <clears> where <throat> i was from and then everyone
0: in the village knew yeah
1: they like how, how many
0: people were in this village
1: well okay there was a lot but like the people that i
0: you went to town square with your <laughs> hear ye hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. <laughs>
1: these are what Puerto Ricans are yeah. <laughs> oh the whole town oh at the same time like it echoes for miles no we would just have conversations I'd go eat at like my neighbors house and they'd be asking me questions and then I'd tell them and then I'd be like yeah tell other people so they know (laughs) yeah put it in the whatsapp group for the village (laughs) the whatsapp group (laughs) let them know yeah that's super
0: dope so have any of your paintings been inspired by like the west african experiences that you've had or like the africanness yeah. That you've experienced
1: you know no not really i i'm exploring my artist side so i'm like a i do a lot of like realistic paintings and drawings and i'm not so much as like abstract right mm-hmm. so i'm trying to like t- like tap into that and i don't know how you know wow so i have like sketches i did when i was in cameroon of like my neighbors and like people that i know and like people that i was interacting with but it's just sketches of people you know it's not like influenced by like african you know or like influenced by puerto rican like none of my arts like that
0: it's just it's kind of like just a Portrait a picture version of a portrait or something like, you know, it's like you see something and you just draw it as it is Exactly. Okay, but then even yeah. then you can add like I feel like when I've seen your art it, there is like a flavor to it You, you know? think so? It's not direct. Yeah, I feel like there's subtleties in the expression of the people mm. and like, you know, the facial features. And yeah, the, the dress the custom that they're doing and yeah
1: the, you're right
0: the dress they're wearing you know I feel yeah. like as an artist sometimes you don't see it because you're yeah. the creator yeah but then like maybe it's my own interpretation maybe i'm just which
1: is also beautiful right that's the point of it right yeah. so for me i'm like i will never be able to get it 100 because that's not real you know i can't get it 100%. well there is no 100
0: there's no yeah. metric yeah. who's measuring who's creating these yeah rules, <laughs> right
1: yeah but i like that i like your interpretation of it there was one picture actually i was looking through my sketchbook and there was this beautiful baby girl that was the uh, granddaughter of the secretary at her school. Wow. And she had these huge eyes and like always had these cute, like not braids, but like little ties and her hair would go up like vertically and she had like little like, n- like nodes in her hair. Like I can't really explain how, but like imagine like box braids, Okay. short and not braids, but like the hair is going up, and they would stop it at different lengths and put like a little band on it,
0: like bantu knots.
1: Not like bantu knots, because bantu knots are like they like secure them to the head. Yeah. But imagine like bantu knots, like twisted like that, and then putting clips on like on the whole length of it and letting it stay up.
0: Oh. Like wow. just
1: out. But anyway, she was so freaking cute. Her hair was always so cute, yeah. and they always had like colors in it, and wow. her eyes were beautiful, and her face was gorgeous, and so. I, I uh, sketched her and it was it caught her really really well like her just her personality wow
0: you captured it did you give yeah. it like to her mom or something or did you show it to her you-
1: I showed it to her grandma yeah and she' was like oh my god it's so beautiful yeah
0: <laughs> honestly drawing is a really <clears throat> hard skill like i really applaud people who can do art like that like i honestly still do stick figures
1: i bet you're so good and you don't even know
0: i, it. I don't even not e- really like <laughs> you're yes. gonna give me like pastels and like yes no madame vasquez is gonna <laughs> teach me how to draw
1: yes i got you well you were teaching me so much we were talking the other day
0: oh yeah and yeah. um at Damani's Dem- place. Yes. 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 That was a fun. What we th- I don't even remember what we're. At. Half the time <laughs> the conversations I have, they're just like in the moment. I just I don't know. Are yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, but you, Abraham, Mo, like you guys have so much knowledge. Every time I'm around you, I'm like, oh my God, I just learned so much. <laughs>
0: the fun facts out here. <laughs> yeah. I never thought of it like that. Thank you.
1: No, the three of you are incredible, honestly. The
0: knowledge. Yeah. I remember, Were we talking about like those jello things? Did we mention like Jello Which was Jello? fruit in the middle? Yes. Can we talked about that. <laughs> yes. Does anyone, if anyone knows what that Jello is called, please let me know. Yeah. Because yeah, it's the little thing in the coconut in the middle. <laughs> yep. And the apple.
1: Yep. And the apple. And, and yeah, and you can get them at the corner store. The
0: cor- I think it might be a Rhode Island thing because I only remember eating those in Rhode Island. Yeah,
1: me too. Me too. And, yeah, Massachusetts. <laughs> maybe Mass too. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't even know. And then you had they had like a. Like a little um aluminum top right and you have to like peel it yes. off <laughs>
0: and then at the end you have all these empty little canisters of like yeah. <laughs> of the jello shots yeah they were preparing yeah. us yeah. and then true yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should sell them as like nostalgic
0: i think it'd be a good little like a business oh 100 oh start on instagram <laughs> uh, yeah. but we have to make them bigger we make them like cake size oh hell yeah cake That'd be jello great. cake yeah Yo, gluten-free <laughs> vegan <laughs> Oh yes. God. I'm already thinking about it. You'll get all the hipsters. Okay, that's what I want. They they spend their money freely.
1: Yes, 100%.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. oh, this
1: is not mainstream. Let's put some money in it. Let's put some money. In- yeah, this is different.
0: I feel like the same thing has happened to like a lot of like ethnic cultures mm. where it's like they've rebranded to like serve the hipster community oh, yeah. because it's it? like very profitable. Oh yeah. Have you seen that like in your own community in like Providence or like
1: Oh no, we're hood. We're hood. We don't care.
0: <laughs> you haven't gentrified yet. No, Providence it's about time.
1: <laughs> no, the people in Providence stay on the east side. <laughs> they don't come over to okay, the side. Okay, so sides. give me a map of Providence
0: because my only like notions of Providence is the Providence Place Mall, Brown University. <laughs> yeah. Is that the which side is that? That's east side. Is that your side? No. <laughs> okay, which side? Which side is you?
1: So I'm from the north end. Okay. Yeah. So there's south side, which is like Broad Street, which is like basically. Immigrants of Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and that's it. Then you have Central Falls, which is not Providence, but it's basically Providence because it's so close, and Pawtucket, and those are all Cape Verdeans. The Pawsocks. The Pawsocks, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Cape Verdeans are heavy there. Like yeah. a lot of Cape Verdeans. Oh, population. I know so
0: many. Massachusetts as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cape Verdeans yeah. are the most diverse people I've ever seen. Oh, in my, my life.
1: goodness. They're incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I, so I used to work with somebody from Cape Verde. And I always I thought he was white for the longest time. I yeah. had no idea. And mm-hmm. we were talking about something, and then like it, it came up, and he was like, and I'm like, I'm like, D- I noticed your hair was kind of curly. I noticed something was <laughs> you up. You got some spice, you in, got some spice in, is- in You got some spice in And he was like, oh Yo, know, my parents are literally like Cape Verdean and everything. Yeah. And, then, and like I saw his parents, and they like look like literally like you know west africans yeah
1: it just depends on the island too so each island has like a certain characteristic
0: wow so how many islands are there in cape verde have you been to cape verde
1: no i wish it's beautiful i have a lot of friends who are from there but Mm. no i don't know i think it's like five islands around there i could be wrong please don't get mad at me (laughs) (laughs) five to like eight something like that um but yeah i know there's a bunch of different little islands and um They say that depending on they could tell where you're from um, By like how you look because everybody on a different island looks differently.
0: That's really cool So Mm -hmm. where are most of the Cape Verdeans in Rhode Island? Which island is like their island?
1: Oh my gosh, you're getting into details
0: (laughs) I'm like getting anthropological. I know
1: (laughs) I have to go and ask my friends. I don't know Um, honestly, it's like there's like like this like nebulous idea in my mind of like something called plate plato or something like that but i can't remember exactly the name yet. okay they speak mm-hmm. portuguese right yes they do. yeah mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. really cool
0: mm-hmm. um you know that one there's this one dude who's cape verde and i never knew he the guy from the verizon old verizon commercials what? yeah not not the can you hear me now no not that guy, not I, that guy. I, I do, <laughs> not, definitely not that guy
1: i was gonna say whoa <laughs>
0: <laughs> what island is he from he's from rhode island yeah basically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Long Island, Long Island. either one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it was the dude, the guy who played Darth Vader. He was oh, also in the old Verizon commercials for a little bit. Okay. I forget his name, but he's from Mass. He's from Rhode. Is he from Rhode Island? No, I don't think he's from New England. Mm. But he's Cape Verdean. Hmm. Um, I think like the early Cape Verdeans came to new england because of like whaling the whaling industry oh was it that's that? what i learned yeah that's incredible in my research
1: i was always wondering why but i never asked anyone
0: yeah it's because like um they have like a big whaling industry in cape verde oh. so like i think there was like job opportunities for like mm. whalers needed in like nantucket huh.
1: so like a lot of
0: them like just moved and like Makes were like sense. in the whaling industry and then when the whaling industry died obviously like you know they moved inland. they moved inland and mm-hmm. like you know had like other jobs and mm-hmm. other industries
1: oh yeah 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 but they are incredible I, I think like they're, um, what is the, the dance that they always dance? It's freaking amazing.
0: Um, I've never seen the dance. Oh, that. you haven't? No. Oh is my it kind of like a samba type dance or? It's
1: like a mix of cumbia and bachata. It's very sensual. Okay. Kizomba.
0: It's it Kizomba? Is
1: it Kizomba? Yeah, I think it's a Kizomba.
0: Kizomba, that sounds Portuguese.
1: I think it's, yeah, I think it's Kizomba and it's amazing. It's like, like I said, a mix of like yeah like merengue it's a little bit merengue too it's like a three-step
0: dance. okay so there's rules to it it's oh 100 okay no <laughs> so is it like a partner dance like yes. swing your partner around okay yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah but more sensual than bachata which is hard to be wow. more sensual than that and so there's a difference between sexual and sensual you Definitely, know like yeah. sexual is like i'm gonna fuck you
0: right like sensual is like i might <laughs> <laughs> but it's up to your interpretation right yeah. like
1: sensual is kind of like There's an intimacy and it's a little bit erotic, but it doesn't mean that we're like definitely fucking, you know what I mean? Anyway, so the way they dance it is very sensual and your hips (laughs) have to move with the other partner's hips and you have to be very close
0: whoa so that's why
1: it's like soup i I think it's i think it's more sensual than bachata because you're like touching each other basically the whole time
0: it's not a covid friendly dance it's, <laughs> it's, no. that sounds really cool i really yeah. want to see it now oh
1: it's beautiful wow and the people who can dance it well are, are impressive
0: i i bet because you have to like know the other partner's movements as yeah. well because like their hips are moving this way and your yeah hips are moving that way. yeah you know, prop to the cape verdian oh yeah we oh, love yeah. you guys oh yeah
1: and their food is really good too the
0: food is it similar to like Portuguese, like influence West African and Portuguese.
1: Yeah, it's like a mix. Yeah,
0: that's really cool. I know they get along with Brazilians very well because they mm-hmm. speak the same language in, yeah. in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they're the only Portuguese speakers. As, yeah. I mean, excluding like people from actual Portugal. Like, yeah. From, from the mainland. But, yeah, um, that's really cool.
1: Yeah. My best friend is actually that proper mix of Brazilian and Portuguese. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, so, I'm really sorry, cool. Brazilian and Cape Verdean. OK. Yeah, yeah, Verdean. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. So
0: um, do, can she speak like Brazilian Portuguese as well as Cape Verdean Portuguese or is it like?
1: Yeah, she speaks Brazilian Portuguese more than Cape Verdean Portuguese because she grew up with her mom and her mom speaks Brazilian Portuguese. Okay. Her dad's Cape Verdean. She didn't grow up with her dad. So she doesn't have like the, I mean, she can communicate, of course, you know, Yeah. with the Portuguese. But I don't know how much she knows of like Cape Verdean Portuguese.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like it's probably a dialect, like yeah. French in Cameroon versus yeah, French in, exactly. in France or yeah, something, yeah, like, yeah. or Senegal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's
1: so crazy that we have Rhode Island in common because that's so uncommon.
0: You're the first Rhode Island person <laughs> on the on the podcast. You're the only Rhode Island person ever. Hey, yeah. what's up, little Rhodey? Yo, <laughs> put your anchor up. Put
1: Uh-oh. your anchor up. Ocean State, Ocean State, lot. Hey. An- hey. Job, hey. hey.
0: <laughs> Where's Mister Lemon at? <laughs> Miss what,
1: Mr. Lemon?
0: What's Mr. <gasps> Lemon? You never went to Mr. I left Lemon. I left too early, I left young. You also are living in Kingston, Kingston. <laughs> land of the sod. That's yes. what you told me, land of the
1: sod, yes, it got is. Fine, <laughs>
0: fine grass crop here,
1: absolutely. Trump, that's Trump country over there, too. really. So oh, they're yeah. really super
0: conservative in Kingston. Oh, yeah, I remember having a lot of like friends of. Different backgrounds there, though. From, yeah, but you're because your 90s. family,
1: right? So your family probably had like people around or like gravitated towards people of color. Right. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, Well, it was it's
0: a student town as well, right? It's like oh, yeah. is there. So like there's a lot of like international people. Yeah. But I think the majority of people yeah. are, you know, regular Rhode Island folk. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Well, Mr. Lemon is amazing. So in Providence right (laughs) yeah
0: by the way speaking of lemons do you want lemons yeah i ordered i ordered so i was on not to cut you off no you remind me of lemons i don't want (laughs) to forget i I was on instacart ordering aldis
1: instacart and i
0: was and i ordered um and i thought it said like put the number of lemons you want but apparently it was the number of bags oh shoot. so i was like i want five lemons <laughs> and then like the lady comes like five bags of lemon and i'm like uh report report uh instacart i'm not paying for five bags of le-. so they gave me like free like a free lemons oh, really? And you can take like a bunch because okay. it's gonna expire so like <laughs> Take as many as you I'm want. about
1: to be on the streets of Adams Morgan just giving out lemons. M- Mr. Lemon, selling lemons. Sell
0: Mr. lemons. <laughs> Mrs. Lemons. Get your lemons here. You have like a cart. <laughs> yeah. one silence. <laughs> I don't even know how much you're supposed to pay for one. Hey, why the sour face? Come get some lemons. Come get some lemons. lemons. <laughs> you don't know, get scurvy. Like, what's what? <laughs>
1: When life gives you lemons.
0: <laughs> you sell them in Adams Morgan. Exactly. <laughs> so, Mr. Lemon, I'm, now you got to talk. There's more context to lemons now. So.
1: Now everyone wants to know about the lemons. I'm so curious.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, oh, that's too funny. There's this little shop off of Branch Ave in Providence the hood basically mm-hmm. um and it's a place called mr lemon's that we would always get ice cream at and okay. it's kind of like slushy ice cream
0: italian ice like
1: italian ice kind okay. of yeah exactly and they have like the most amazing flavors and it's been around forever and when mr lemon opens that's when you know summer is here
0: oh <laughs> so that's like this that's like the the horsemen exactly it like bring, brings in the summer vibes That's exactly amazing. so before even before memorial day is memorial day like the the this, the sign of summer?
1: I Yeah. Well, no, we don't care about more. murder. We care about Mr. Lemon. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Is Mr. Lemon open? Yes or no. Is it summer? Yes or no. That's it. <laughs> that's how we know. Mr. And when Lemon. it's closed, it's because it's winter.
0: <laughs> Mr. Lemon, thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, what? and
1: it's like a little shack, like literally a tiny little place.
0: Wow, so it's like a shaved ice place. Basically, yeah. And they only have one flavor, like Mr. No. Lemon's lemon.
1: No, they have a ton. They have a ton. Like okay. tutti Fruity. Okay. And then, yeah. Are they
0: all lemon based though? Is there like a sourness to this?
1: You know, I don't know. was just a big-ass lemon on the side of the building.
0: <laughs> so that's why. Okay, that's how they get your... T- that's, the myth- that's the mascot. Yes,
1: it's the mascot, exactly. <laughs>
0: so it was like, is it Italian-owned, like Italian-ice kind of thing? You know,
1: or- maybe, potentially. They've owned it forever, and it's been the same people, and they're like part of the community. Wow. Yeah, and I can't tell you that I made best friends with them because my, you know, I wasn't in the same area. I was. I was in- you had
0: to drive, though. You had to drive to Mr. Lemon.
1: I could walk from my house. Wow, Yeah. far? Not even that far, maybe like ten. You're minutes. walking for the lemon. Walking for the lemon, always. It was like okay, so you know how you like mall trips when you were like in middle school. Yeah, like
0: hey, mom, can you drop me over the mall? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: exactly. <laughs> we're gonna be mall rats for exactly. like five hours. So imagine lemon rats. It's like
0: the same thing. <laughs> oh, no, but it's just a shack. There's not even Abercrombie you can dance at. <laughs>
1: yeah but it's mr lemon like you have to go so you just
0: chill outside the mr lemon and yes. loiter for hours For hours. and you guys just keep refilling your, your lemons your lemon cauldron of lemon yeah you ice. would. well you know
1: you would the thing is you don't want to bother the people because you have mad respect for them right oh, who
0: work there who work there so if you work there it's like props
1: you're just like a legend you know and wow. it's the same people it's like they don't hire new people it's like they don't the same new people. people no so is it a family
0: thing so it's like a you gotta thing. know someone or be related to yeah. get a job Mr. I don't
1: know Mr. Lemon. I don't know anyone who's worked at Mr. Lemon. It's been the same old couple that's been oh working. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they're
0: old, so you're like that's like a thing. Filial piety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Respect your elders. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, they got the secrets of the lemons. They do. Dude, so you just hang out, and then they do the shaved ice. Yeah. And then...
1: Oh, yeah, and man. then you know it's summer, and then you walk around... And then you have to. Everything in Rhode Island is tiny, so then you just you could even walk to the mall. Even though, if the you Providence have, Place Mall, oh yeah, no way, oh yeah, from my house you could walk 30 minutes and get there.
0: That's a that's a long walk, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> you said 30 minutes. That's a whole episode of Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from us kids.
1: <laughs> Listen, it's not that far. <laughs> no, but minutes. you're right. A whole episode of Arthur. Well, now in New Days, you know, you can just put it on your little on your little phone right walk down the street you could listen team. to arthur and yeah. imagine the scene exactly you
0: want to know what's crazy so like i met somebody mm-hmm. i told you my friend who works at uh who works at tryst mm-hmm. so me and abe were hanging out with her once yeah. and we're just talking randomly yeah and she was like oh pbs yeah i was on that once i'm like what What? whoa whoa whoa, (laughs) whoa! rewind yes 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 yes. that's not something you just drop (laughs) in new england you were on pbs kids right that's a big deal it's like
1: selena gomez big
0: it's like literally like justin bieber of like public tv yeah right (laughs) she was like i was like wait so what were you on it's like oh yeah arthur i'm like how are you on arthur you're not a cartoon (laughs) you're a 3d individual
1: You're a 3D individual. <laughs> she, was like, she
0: was like, "No, you know how they have that segment in the middle." And now, a word from us kids, yeah, yeah, I was on there, and they just asked us some questions. I'm like, "You were on a, oh, you were That's your, wild." They went to her school. I always wondered where the schools were. Like, they were picking all these random schools, with these random kids. I'm was like, it in DC? No, it was in like Massachusetts. Oh. So PBS is like everything. It, PBS is like headquarters in Massachusetts. I did not know Boston. that. Yeah, it's near oh, the Children's snap. Museum.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that Children's Museum. It was museum. my favorite. Oh, it's the Yo, best.
0: I went there when I was a kid, and we got to dissect a goat. Ooh. Did I ever tell you? I, I was a small as kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know how I feel about that.
0: It was weird. Now I think about it, I'm like, was that, why are we allowed to do that? A whole goat, though? It Was Was like, it big? So this doctor used to volunteer at the Children's uh, Museum in the science part, right? He yes. was like, hey, kids, you want to see a liver? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what? Ew. And my mom was with us, and she's like, yeah, go ahead. And he starts like showing us these organs from oh, the that's go. Cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. And I'm like, dude, this is weird, yeah. man. Like, but
1: did he like cut it open in front of you guys? Like, I mean,
0: no. I you, I was lying. I we didn't dissect. <laughs> it. I, okay, you caught me right here, Francis. You. You I was
1: me. like, whoa, the museum's getting crazy. <laughs> We're
0: covered in kids, covered in blood. Like. <laughs> crying
1: i was thinking that's fucking intense <laughs> and he was just like <laughs> oh, oh, oh. i was just
0: like cutting this fucking <laughs> i like mean did some voodoo sacrifice or something right
1: right and all the parents are horrified yeah. Your copyrights, my kid's gonna be a doctor just wait <laughs> all the time. i mean if you're gonna exactly if you're gonna traumatize him it better be for the good yeah like i
0: better <laughs> have some stories and right. Wow, yeah, so we we did that. Like, we'd go all the time in the aquarium. You know, Boston was lit. Oh, Boston is lit. Yeah, for you guys, too. Boston's, like, the big city in New England,
1: right? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah. because Rhode Island, everything... It's whack, it's a small, you know, like, all right, you go out three weekends in a row, you see the same people that you grew up with that you saw pissing like in the, <laughs> in the bushes when you were three, you know, like, you know, everybody. Yeah. So it's it's fun in that sense, because like it's home, you know, and like you love everybody there. It's a community. Yeah, it's a massive community. And shout out, honestly, shout out to Providence. I miss you guys so much. Um, But it's not fun if you're trying to like have an adventure and like do something new, you know. Yeah. So we went to Boston often if we were like trying to meet new people and like go dancing and like do stuff. You guys go clubbing in Boston? So oh, 100%. Yeah. It's like a 30 to 45 minute drive from Providence.
0: I remember you could take the train. I used to take the train.
1: Yeah. But that night, you know, it gets a little shaky.
0: Oh, the the train stations in, in Providence?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, not in Providence so much, but just like I don't even know if they run that late because you yeah. get out of the club at like two thirty, three, right? And then taking the train back home. Would Ooh, be wild. yeah, they don't run that late. You're right. I don't right. think they so. don't.
0: I remember because on New Year's they would run that late. Mm. But that was the only time. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Because yes. be st- this is before Uber. I remember. Yeah. How would you get home if you? Exactly. <laughs> if you miss the train, Game over for you, buddy. You're sleeping in South Station. Yo,
1: hundred <laughs> percent. You're gonna have some homeless person asking you for a cigarette. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and company.
1: And company. Yeah, start telling me mm. about his whole life.
0: Yeah. Eating like that orange chicken from South Station.
1: Hundred percent. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh yes, or whatever anyone gave them. <laughs> yeah,
0: wild. Yeah, New England was a whole a whole trip. Oh, I yeah. I do like. Do you, do you remember? Like Halloween was bigger in New England. Or is oh, that, is that just me?
1: No, we it was a die hard, and you knew the neighborhoods to go to. Oh, the,
0: the big chocolate bars. Oh, 100%. percent. I'm no fun size kid. Like you
1: gotta, <laughs> that East Side, or it, it was the East Side where they gave like oh, the full yes. bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what
0: would you go as? What was your what was your go-to costume
1: oh that's a good question well i actually really like gory stuff so like anything okay. gory um was fun but i really liked halloween at school so one day i dressed up as a homeless person yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is so bad i'm so sorry homeless you,
0: community. you had your orange chicken with you from, yes. from the last show <laughs> from, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah i got inspiration from the south Station. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I was, like, a hillbilly homeless person. I had, like, these no. really... Like, remember when you put, like, the ugly teeth that were, like, rotten? From the vending machines? From the vending machines. And I bought a really ugly wig. And then I, like, dressed as a man. Like, a really, like, dirty <laughs> man. And everyone looked at me like, what the
0: fuck? Were you a scary hobo or, like, a magical hobo? Like, you were like, I can tell your fortune. doo <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like, that hitchhiker who, like... Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> you were, like, scary. Grab I was, your kids. Like, was scary...
1: I was more of, like, a... I just transformed, so no one knew who I was. Okay. You know, like, I had put, like, as if, like, I had a black eye or whatever.
0: You got in a hobo, fight. No, hobo <laughs> fight. You had a whole story for I had everything. I a whole,
1: <laughs> whole story. <clears throat> I was that hobo who, who had, like, who used to be an engineer, but, like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the recession hit. But the
1: recession hit. And then he gets into fights with other hobos about nuclear engineering. No. <laughs> no I was kidding I don't know nuclear (laughs) scientist I didn't think that deeply into it I just wanted to look very different than because I was like a you know pretty girl or whatever so like I just wanted to be like fucking ugly were you the hot girl (laughs) in
0: school like yo Francis what's up let's go to to Mr. Lemon later (laughs) no I I got a coffee milk with your name on it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah an awful 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 awful.
0: (laughs) <laughs> An awful, awful. But you're nothing, anything but awful. Oh anxious. right. Oh
1: yes. That would have picked me up. Oh, right, right there and then. <laughs> right That's <there and> <laughs> <laughs> that Rhode Island you line.
0: Newport Creamery vibes. One
1: hundred percent. Warwick Mall over here. Oh, I uh, Warwick I used to live right here. There. <laughs> yeah. I used to get rock candy from there. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we had the name belts?
0: The name belts? You don't remember the name belts? My dad had a belt with my name on it, but that's, the, <laughs> that's not a, <laughs> That's an all immigrant thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, we used to go to the flea market and have, like, those rhinestone name belts.
0: Well, they would put your name, they'd, they'd, they'd do custom, like, work. Literally
1: put Francis <laughs> <laughs> And it was, you only. You could only get it at the flea market.
0: And it was, like, one guy who did it. And like, it was,
1: like, a, one guy who did it.
0: I got all the kids in to dad looking studded and fresh.
1: <laughs> yes. And you could not wait to bust out your name, br- yeah, your name belt. And then the name earrings. If you had no. the name belt and the name earrings, that was it.
0: Whoa! You were
1: that bitch. Like that's it.
0: <laughs> Just in case you forgot, my name is Francis. Exactly. Say it right. Say it right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have to get. Obviously, I was thinking like it's like you know those share a coke, share a coke with, and mm-hmm. they have like the pre printed names and you could never find your name
1: yeah no 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 it was custom it was a custom it was situation custom.
0: oh yeah. yeah so they definitely have my name because i would tell them to put oh, it on oh 100
1: percent yeah Ooh. oh yeah they did I, everyone's name
0: everybody's name did you have the belt and the earrings
1: no the earrings might because they because girls would get them and get them in like gold like proper gold Wait, like
0: real gold at the flea market
1: no, 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 no. They didn't do these at the flea market. They okay. only did the ne- they only did the belts at the flea market. Okay. Then, then I don't even know where they got those. Are beautiful yeah. <laughs> earrings from? Because my mom refused. She's like what? She's like, bitch, don't have money for that? <laughs> <laughs> we got flea market money. We don't have
0: whatever that is money. You can get a belt, and if you complain, I might hit you with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mom, you're ruining the rights, though. Be careful while you hit me.
1: <laughs> exactly. She's like bedazzle this bitch's ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. there's like a there's like a, a ride so perfectly like inside of you like right. in your skin
1: oh yeah it's gonna come out in about 20 years yeah.
0: it's moved as it's so grown it used to be on my knee but then now it's on my stomach yeah. as i've grown older it's
1: gonna keep migrating <laughs> uh.
0: so you had you had your little belt you're looking fresh wrote the island oh yeah yeah, And you were the hot girl, too. So like every guy was trying to holler. No,
1: in middle school, I was the awkward girl.
0: You're the, everybody was the awkward person. Yeah. In middle school. I was was, so if awkward. you were hot in middle school, you peaked too early.
1: Yeah. And then now you look like you're 75. You look like 75 <laughs>
0: and like life just kind of is not. Yeah. You know, you're eating orange chicken at South Station. <laughs> 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 to put it nicely.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, no. In high school, I was an athlete. So
0: oh, you, I just you track, you track,
1: track and volleyball
0: okay nice
1: yeah yeah so i wouldn't say it was like the hot girl but i was definitely just like the athletic girl
0: you were a jock
1: i was a jock and i did i i was voted best dressed so i did try very hard back then you Got voted
0: something <laughs> she got voted something <laughs> hey okay do you got you didn't get voted i didn't anything? get voted anything i don't think our school really had like we weren't that into like the yearbook and like okay. that stuff like that yeah. so yeah but like no i feel like i would i was the type of person who was like really anti-high school yeah so like even if i enjoyed something in high school you like tried not to i tried not to and i was just like <laughs> i'm gonna make a statement here yeah
1: you were a hipster before hipster hipsters i was, hipsters. A hipster,
0: I was political
1: <laughs> that's good i was like taking
0: a knee i, I was it. like no we're not doing this
1: remind me was this in
0: narragans <laughs> this is where no this is in westboro in west so i went to kingston oh, elementary got um, you up until like first okay to be honest i was just born in rhode island yeah and i was like raised up until like second grade or something okay so like okay. all this rhode island talk yeah but honestly i claim rhode island like crazy i was
1: gonna say you're doing a really good job
0: <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> milk. i remember coffee milk. i know but i love rhode island because all my fond memories were there okay you know mm-hmm. our family was functional mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It was, you know, there was like we go to the beach.
1: Oh yeah, like that positive association. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like,
0: I have no negative memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, that maybe they're like buried. I have yeah. A couple therapy sessions. Yeah, but yeah, take yeah, them out. Yeah, yeah, But I don't want to ruin Rhode Island. Take, so. take
1: some, take some uh, psychedelics. You'll
0: get there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are you a portobello girl?
1: You know, I haven't, uh, I haven't dabbled in the shrooms yet. I'd like to.
0: It's legal in D.C., so... Yeah,
1: I want to. I I did a little bit when I was um, in Puerto Rico a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, But it wasn't strong enough because I've done lsd and so lsd is way stronger so i need something strong in terms of mushrooms for me to be able to feel it
0: yeah there's a really cool documentary on netflix have you seen it it's called fungi
1: no you told me about it the last time we talked I, that's about what we were talking about it. okay <laughs> I'm,
0: re- I'm repeating conversations i forgot about it no, good. but it's really good And they talk about yeah. this one guy was um like an advocate apparently he had a stutter his whole life mm. and he was like he had like he didn't know how much to take so he took like a whole like pizza worth of mushrooms you know Mm -hmm. and he was just like oh let's see and then he had like a crazy trip but Mm -hmm. it would turn out positive yeah yeah (coughs) and he um basically stopped stuttering yeah he was like less anxious Mm -hmm. in life and then he started his own mushroom business yeah yeah just cool
1: yeah there's a ton of people who are using mushrooms for all kinds of different things whether it be anxiety disorders or for creativity purposes or whatever um yeah and i mean it's I haven't, like I said, had a full trip, so I can't really like speak to that. Mm-hmm. But I know on LSD, I there's a certain type of understanding about the world and that sphere that you're in when you're tripping, that it's unlike anything else. So I can understand if you go in intentional and like you have some kind of purpose, you can get through a lot of things in that space and then come back because it's so it feels so different from reality, mm-hmm. it feels like you're going to like the spiritual realm you're dealing with it and then you're coming back to reality with this new knowledge, you know?
0: Did you have like hallucinations or anything like that? Like were there visions or something? Did you see your spirit animal? Have people people see your spirit animal?
1: No, I don't think I had anything like that. I, I, I just felt like a proper understanding and recognition of things I already knew. Okay. So like, well, the one thing that I did have that was interesting was like traces. So basically like if you move your hand in front of your face, and it's like snapshots of your hands
0: wow and if you, you can, do it really fast you can kind of like yeah. that yeah
1: yeah yeah. <clears throat> so imagine like you like move your hand slowly and like your hands just like take it's like as if there's snapshots of it like
0: wow yeah multiple really hands exactly
1: and so you see like your hand tracing getting traced basically is the term
0: that, it's called tear. It, is it actual it's the actual symptom of like yeah like of, tons
1: of people go through it so they have like a term for it wow
0: yeah. and how long did this last?
1: Oh, it depends on the dosage.
0: You said your dosage wasn't that strong.
1: For for mushrooms, no, but for LSD, it was. You're uh, also super long. I
0: my limbs are crazy. I have like a wingspan. Yeah. Like I, I'm surprised I can't fly because like yeah. I literally have the, the range for it. You really could. I'm a tall boy. Yeah. Tall boy life. Oh
1: yeah, your legs are super long too.
0: Everything. Well, you're you're like five nine, right?
1: Yeah, 5'9". Five, five, yeah. Nine.
0: Did you feel five nine on mushrooms, or did you feel bigger than life?
1: You know, I felt. I was, like, super skinny in that moment, so I felt, like, emaciated, messy. how do you pronounce that word, emaciated?
0: Um, I didn't, I was absent that day of school (laughs) when they learned that word. I was skipping school or something. I got you, wasn't (laughs) I? Emaciated.
1: Emaciated. It's like when you're, like, when you just, you... I felt dry. Like, imagine like a
0: little raisin, you know? Oh, so you're like dehydrated? Like- I
1: felt like I was, I was so thin then because it was like right after being quarantined for three months in France during the pandemic. Wait, they
0: quarantined you for three months? Yes. Like mandatory?
1: Mandatory. Like, we did not leave the house. I did not leave the house except to work out for one hour every day. And they watched for you? For three months. No, but if they stopped you, you had to have a paper that was signed and dated and timed. Like, what? I left the house at this time.
0: Wait, so who would, who would sign it when you left and who would sign it when you got back?
1: You had to sign it so it was like a legal, like you were legally, so the, the, the country yeah. printed it or asked you to print this paper. yeah. And in this paper it was like a legal documentation that you were adhering to that says I will leave the house for one hour. And me signing this says that I am basically, cond- not condoning, but like authorizing myself to leave for an hour come back and when you see this this is me signing that this is the truth that i did so it's the honor system basically kind of the honor system but you can't really change the time yeah oh so when
0: you print it it has a time on it
1: you print it and you put the time but you're supposed to write in pen so for any any french legal documents you're supposed to write in pen black pen so if you don't write it in black or blue pen like you you can't you change the time
0: so what if like you shouldn't do this but like what if you're jogging and you're like my job but if i see a cop i'm gonna put the time in real quick and get myself an act you know like i'll put it up once i'm out you could yeah. yeah they would never know they would never know yeah but, but it, honestly you sh- probably shouldn't because of spreading COVID and stuff yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. we, we huh.
1: were all fucking terrified we didn't know what was going on so you're in we, a foreign like, country you can get, get arrested rules. oh yeah well there was one day I'd, i stayed out a little bit longer but my they, parent my oh. the people i was living with which i call them, my french parents they like called me immediately when they realized wow. like i stayed over an hour yeah
0: for three months for three months so what did you do in france like for three months did you just hang out with your french family and oh my god yeah play like french parcheese and like <laughs> yeah i got
1: so bored yeah i hung out with them and they're amazing people and like we got really freaking close right. yeah so they're like some of my favorite people in the world and they're very authentic and so we just had like they gave me a lot of leeway too honestly so i had to work five hours a day at least that was like the rules wait
0: in their house yeah okay. well
1: i wasn't like cleaning or anything but i was taking care of the kid
0: Oh, so you're like an au pair.
1: I was an au pair exactly. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're like
0: the nanny, Nanny mcphee
1: Kind of. Yeah. yeah, but I my most of my job was around academics. So okay. it was like doing her homework, helping her study and practice English. Okay. But like I didn't like and like getting her ready for bed, but her parents were super involved in her life so they didn't want her to like not have them. Like she, they would put her to bed. They would whatever, but I would like shower her. Okay. And then she would then the mom would come and Bring her to bed and talk to her and whatever, whatever. Wow,
0: did she have like a super fancy it sounds like a very fancy french life like did you sing frere jacques to her, and, like, <laughs> her hair and...
1: no she was a little shithead <laughs> <laughs> no she was a little she was a she's amazing eleanor she yeah. she's a shithead and she knows it and she <laughs> no she wanted to like play mario kart and like watch like ariana grande videos like <laughs> no, not ariana yeah like stuff like that so like she did like normal kid stuff and, yeah yeah, it was just fun and I would put a lot of like Disney songs. I got really comfortable with like Disney I love Disney songs now. it's so like with
0: like, like like a whole new world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Better. So is that how they kinda of learn English through like Disney songs?
1: Um, yeah, well, she lived in France, I mean, in, they lived, the family lived in the US for five years. Okay. So they already kind of had a good background. The parents speak really great English, they have accents, but uh, it's like their English is great. And yeah. so the kids also go to, um, Lycée, like it's like a high school in Saint-Germain, which is where they live. Mm-hmm. It's a bilingual high school. And they made that school specifically because NATO was started in the area. And so people oh, would during come. During World War Two, right? Yeah. <laughs> So people would come in that specific area and they needed education for their kids wow. so they started like this school for like those individuals like the dem- foreign kids who are for living in kids. france exactly yeah. so it's an english school like it's a bilingual and they also have different languages like they have danish they have
0: so you can pick the language you want to be bilingual in yeah and you'd have different classes and stuff. yes wow yeah wow so our kids
1: chose english but then they also take other languages as well
0: That's. European kids always know like eight languages. 100%.
1: Super impressive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we're like, I speak English barely in barely. the U.S. <laughs>
1: they speak. Oh my God! I had a Danish boyfriend. I was living there, and his English was way better than mine, <laughs>
0: like a hundred yeah, times. Like he's correcting you. you. Like it's yes. not ain't. It's <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly. He corrected me all the time. <laughs>
0: yeah. How long were you in? You are in France for like three months, right? For a
1: year. For
0: a year. Yeah, but you... I was quarantined for three months. Okay, <laughs> you're well traveled. It. Been all around the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks. I tried. I tried. I tried.
0: Yeah, that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So france i've never been but i feel like when i meet people i Mm -hmm. think i'm well i'm well traveled you
1: are super well traveled
0: but i'm not because like i haven't i don't have like a diverse palette like when i people are like oh where in the spanish-speaking world have you been I'm like mexico like cancun that's still something that is something that is something but still like some people are like Bolivia or like yeah. Ecuador yeah. you know yeah. things that like you wouldn't ex- like it's not doesn't border the US you yeah know what I mean yeah, like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. drive to Ecuador really yeah 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 but you can drive to Mexico yeah. easily yeah
1: but it's also scary because first of all it's f- number one more expensive in right? that Ecuador no to get there
0: yeah yeah cuz you gotta take planes yeah, to yeah
1: yeah so I think that's the biggest I think that's the biggest barrier for people mm-hmm. cuz it's not so much like I'm sure you'd go and you'd do great if you were there like figuring out like how to get around and whatever.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I know some Spanish. Like, I know enough to get around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or not even just that, but, like, just the social skills that you need to, like, get around.
0: So, like, what do you mean, like, social skills to get get around?
1: Okay, so I have this theory where I'm, like, you don't necessarily have to know the language, but you have to have the social skills, which means, like, you have to have a good vibe about you that people will help you.
0: Okay. You You know? Yeah. Does that make sense? You have to be an energetic, smiley, jovial type individual or
1: not so much that you're like outwardly super like giddy but more of just like you talk to someone and they're like oh this person's a good person
0: oh okay you
1: know what i mean like you know when you talk to someone and you're like oh okay he's a good person she or she's a good person."
0: yeah like an authentic vibe like a authentic. genuine a genuine exactly person.
1: Yeah. yeah to just be yourself but it's because you're so genuine and authentic i feel like you could just wherever you go like people will just help you because oh, they can tell you. that you're a good person you yeah know?
0: i appreciate it yeah that gives me courage and confidence to <laughs> travel well have you been to asia or like most- no
1: i haven't been east i have a friend who makes fun of me when i say this hi <laughs> Ajmal. every time i say i haven't been east of turkey he's like oh you're so fancy i have been east of turkey and i'm like <laughs> but it's true i haven't seems been to the 48th asia. parallel like
0: some, the longitude <laughs> line or whatever that is right north
1: and south korea Yeah. <laughs> no no yeah no i haven't been east of turkey um at all it's number one it's expensive and number two, I haven't just had the opportunities yet. So, okay. yeah.
0: I feel like Thailand's pretty cheap or like Vietnam. Vietnam is becoming like a spot. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Once you're there, it's cheap. But like getting there is expensive.
0: And it's like a 24-hour flight. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But that's
1: yeah. the only thing that for me stops me because I'm like 1500 for a plane. Yeah.
0: Um, I had, uh, my friend Sovi was on here and his dad used to work for like an African airline. Mm-hmm. So he was like, when you were young, we got free tickets to go anywhere we wanted. No
1: way. And I'm like,
0: that's like the only thing stopping people. <laughs> like Literally. Yeah. So they would get to travel and stuff. That's and amazing. That's the job. Yeah. That's, that's one of the good, especially like if you can get like a corporate job in an airline. Oh yes. And you get free tickets for life. Oh yes.
1: Oh yes. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. That's the best way to get around. Yeah. Would you take like a boat somewhere? Um, a I freighter. would. A freighter
1: no <laughs> that's not good like Life of Pi or something <laughs> yeah a little float with a lion that may not a be tiger, I mean a yeah. tiger that may not be a tiger who knows <laughs> it's an animatronic tiger right right yeah. but also the end of did you read the, the book Life of Pi
0: uh, I didn't I just watched the movie yeah
1: so the book I mean I don't know if the movie ends like this but the book they do I think they both end the same where he kind of tells a story and then they're like are you sure sh- like you know Are you sure you did? Basically, they insinuate that he made up this story about the animals because he was so delusional in that moment and that he wanted to, uh, because he, he actually, this tiger personified was a person, actually, like one of the people who he got stranded with who was trying to kill him.
0: Oh. But rather
1: than like understand that, he like changed it up and like used animals and personified animals as these individuals and that's like the whole book at the end sorry if i ruined it (laughs) i was on chapter nine (laughs) my bad (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so at the end of the book you're it's like a fucking like your mind's blown because you're like oh fuck did he just make all of this up because he's just trying not to like deal with like humans being
0: animals Wow, you know it's it's how he kind of rationalizes yes it yeah. was all a dream.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. We magazine. Z, yeah. salt and pepper heavy <laughs> diem in the limousine. limousine. <laughs>
0: ah, that's crazy. But they say salt water can make you hallucinate. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, imagine it. Fuck. Yeah. I hallucinated my room doing nothing. <laughs> imagine being in the ocean.
0: <laughs> I hallucinated after too many pretzels. It like gets too salty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, imagine like the ocean is something you don't mess with. Yeah. That's why I don't, would never do- be like on a freight train or a flight, not a freight train. What does it call these? Like, like a, sh- a freighter ship. A freighter ship. Yeah, a freight ship. Or... Um, that's just too much for me. It's just, it's, you're, if you're going to deal with ocean you have to deal with it with with a kind of support system i feel
0: like you have to respect her
1: you have to respect her and you have to you can't be like struggling through it you yeah. know what i mean for a month if it's like a maybe like a week you could deal with it but yeah, yeah no I, I don't know if i could
0: so you're a surfer right
1: Whoa. <laughs> Loose. Speaking of speaking of
0: the ocean and her majesty. <laughs> no, whoa because you're calling me a starfer and that's a big <laughs> yeah don't you have a tattoo of a surfboard yeah, yeah. i'm
1: learning and i've always wanted to be yeah. a surfer but i would say i'm i'm, I'm a novice surfer
0: johnny tsunami yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah just the johnny not the tsunami, it's not yet. The tsunami yet.
0: <laughs> so you're not so do you like boogie board you stand up can yes you stand up? i
1: stand up and i ride the wave but
0: okay that's more than most people can do
1: yeah but you know i think when you I think these terms, like right, I'm, I would never call myself like I could call myself an artist because I've been doing it literally since I was a baby, you know. So yeah. I feel comfortable saying I am an artist, but that's after like years, like twelve.
0: But thing is, I have okay. I've talked about this a lot. Yeah why do people have like this criteria for themselves of like i can't call myself a surfer until i do 50 like who's giving you these numbers even for an artist yeah if you were to make a painting right now for your first painting you'd technically be an artist someone who made art yeah there's no in the definition there's no like yeah year requirement it's not like a phd or something like that yeah
1: yeah that's a good question what are you wrestling with i think it's like so like there's a certain level of respect to naming yourself something right so
0: That's true. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So, like, for example, like for for proper what I would say surfers. Right. It's like they've honed this skill. Yeah. Like they've spent hours and hours and hours reading the ocean, getting on the wave, busting their asses, possibly dying sometimes. Right. And so in my mind, I'm like, if I'm going to say I'm a surfer, I want to feel like I've collected enough experiences within that realm to feel sufficient enough to be like, I understand what it means to be a surfer like the vibe the community the type of like personality that you need You got
0: to in get space. invited to at least 3 surfer parties
1: <laughs> Not like that yeah. <laughs> But you do I, I do you, think though. there's a certain amount of experience and well artistry is different because there's a difference between you practicing art and being an artist in that moment and then you embodying being an artist. So when you're saying like when you're like giving yourself that term of artist it's because you feel like your life and your your personality and like you're identified as an artist in your mind like it's I a part feel of your purpose way. as well. It's a part of your purpose. It's a beautiful way of saying it exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm going to say I'm a surfer I want it to feel like I've done enough of it where it's like a part of my purpose and I feel yeah. like I'm on the way, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. You know? And, and when, when will I feel like I am? I don't know, but maybe when I can ride a wave and, and it feel like, have you seen, um,
0: Lilo and Stitch?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I have all of them. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Lilo and Stitch is awesome. Were you, gonna say? Awesome. Wait, were gonna you actually say... going to say Lilo and no. Stitch?
1: <laughs> I was going to say Soul.
0: Oh my God! I watched it. Yeah. Last weekend. That's Did crazy. you on Disney? I ordered Disney Plus to watch Good. it. Good. Amazing. It's beautiful, and they're beautiful. like they're on the ship. Yeah. And like the yeah. like the um, he died. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's it, it's not what I thought it would be, yeah. and it surprised me in a beautiful way. Yeah.
1: Let's put. So it that you way. know when they're on the ship and they're looking up and the people are in that like that's that zone that they keep talking about the zone. And And every time... Playing
0: sports or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that zone, I think, is some level of spirituality. So, like, I get into that zone when I paint. And that's why I feel like I can call myself an artist. Because I'm, like, in a spiritual space. So when I get, like, that with surfing, when I feel like I'm, like, in a spiritual space. Where it's no longer, like, me thinking through everything. But it's more, like, I am it. That's it. Like, there's no... like, you think, you think, and so then you, like, calculate everything. Yeah. It's just you do.
0: Effortless effort. Effortless
1: effort, exactly.
0: In uh, in Taoism, they call it wei wei. So it's like doing, not doing. Exactly. It's like this state of, of uh, kind of equilibrium where yeah. you're not really thinking, but yeah. you're acting. Yeah. Muscle memory, all that. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful way to put it. I guess when you can reach that space doing something, you can yeah. be... Yeah,
1: then you can kind of hear that
0: thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's all you, you know, it's your judgment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody's as long as it's coming from you. Yeah. I feel like it's beautiful and it's authentic. Yeah, 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 for sure.
1: Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, what about you? Is there anything that you get into that like space? Like you do it and you're like in this spiritual
0: Yeah. This right now. Effort. Yeah. Yeah, talking to people I love. It. <laughs> I don't know where I am right now. I'm on a ship. <laughs> you're <laughs> I'm on a ship. <laughs> I'm playing the oud also. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel nice. like I'm beyond like physical senses for a little bit yeah i don't know i meditate a lot mm-hmm. so like honestly like anybody can get there doing that yeah you know that's not really a uh i don't an think action. i don't think
1: anyone can i don't think that's an anyone thing
0: really you, yeah have you had can you get there
1: no i used to i had a time in my life and yes but not not currently not currently but
0: you have been before you just haven't frequented yeah the but location. it takes a long it doesn't it really doesn't what kind of meditation were you doing oh i don't know it depends on the t- that's what i learned okay so like if you're doing the headspace stuff and like that stuff is great mm-hmm. but it's kind of made for the masses and it's not that potent but there's certain times like i was talking about kundalini yoga with you yes that will take you really deep very quickly Okay. That's what I actually did some today. That's the
1: breath work one, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the breath
0: work and it's like working with the energies. Yeah. And you feel it very quickly. You can it'll definitely make an impact on you. Okay. It's really right. really nice. Kundalini Yoga is the move.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. I think yeah, we talked about it and I definitely want to practice it with you. So Yeah, you next
0: time I do it, I'll definitely oh, I did it today. I should have called you in the morning. That's okay. I did it I did it today because mm-hmm. c- there was like a full moon full moon kundalini yeah. Yoga ritual. Oh, yeah, Hippy-dippy. Mother Moon. <laughs> do you accept this? <laughs> no, motherfucker. <Yeah. laughs> yes, yes, Rejected. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep trying. You gotta keep, keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely like um an enlightening experience. Really? Know? It's definitely changed my life. Kundalini yoga. I
1: love it. Um,
0: yeah, I've I've done like silence retreats as well. Okay. That's when you like don't talk. Like you yeah. take a vowel sounds for a week, that can also get, takes it takes you to a very different place.
1: Wow, where did you do that?
0: In Boone, North Carolina. Oh, that's awesome! And like the mountains, like there, it was so beautiful. You were by yourself. Uh, it was like a retreat, so there are other people okay. in the retreat, but like, yeah, yeah for the most part, like yeah. you're by yourself because you're not speaking. Yeah. So you're alone with your thoughts. Wow. But one thing I noticed is that you get so in sync with like time because mm. you don't have a phone with you, right, mm. or or a clock or a watch. So like you're in these sessions and the teacher's like, okay, we're gonna do this yoga thing, but then come back in an hour, go like take a nature walk or something. I'm like, how am I gonna know if it's an hour in my mind? but then magically I'm back and it's exactly an hour. No way. So I'm like, we're humans like naturally attuned to like Problems. before we had all this stuff. That's like incredible. it's amazing. You go back to like your source.
1: Oh my God. Now you're making me really want to do that. I might, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. We'll talk. We'll definitely. Yeah. Cause uh, I have some vacation time. We'll yeah. see. When's
0: your birthday? November something. Right? November 30th. November 30th. Yeah. So
1: it's like next to, it's next to Thanksgiving. So usually I have a week, I'm a teacher. So I usually have a week off like around my birthday. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, but I, because I'm going to join. Did I tell you I'm going to join the Navy? No way! <laughs> I'm thinking about You're it. You're joining the Navy? Yeah, I think so. You're on these adventures, yo. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, tell me about this. So what, what what prompted you to want to join the Navy?
1: Oh my god, it's so convoluted and so strange because every time I tell people that, they're like, what the f- you in the Navy? Like, that's such a weird-ass thing to do. Yeah. Because I'm a very hippy-dippy person. But anyway, so uh, I really have been wanting to have like a creative career that's like always been a dream of mine and I've always been scared because, you know, as an immigrant or a migrant person or a person of color, when you're going into school, everyone's like, you need to go to school to, with some something that's going to, you know, give you something in return. Like, yeah. You can't study history or whatever, right? The things that you I mean, love.
0: Economically viable, quote, unquote. Exactly.
1: Beautiful way of saying ex- Yep. Economically viable and um, appropriate <laughs> for <laughs> your parents. Yeah. My mom never really pushed me, but it just felt like it was there was some underlying apprehension to me going into any artistry work and also I really wanted to go to RISD which is like the Rhode Island School of Design
0: oh I've heard of that place yeah Yeah, it's super famous for
1: designing yeah yeah and for art
0: and did you did you end up being able to go you went to URI right I went to
1: URI because when I was in high school I was super anxious about it and I didn't know if I was good enough I had like imposter syndrome and I Mm knew it was expensive and when they talked about a portfolio I didn't know what that meant and I didn't want to ask for help because I was just afraid and I was like I'm not going to get in anyway because it's expensive and so I just like psyched myself out of it and I didn't have anybody helping me yeah and so I just did what everyone else did and went to URI even though I really wanted to go to RISD so there'd been moments in my life where that kept happening where I just kept like not doing what I was supposed to do like spiritually and for purpose you know for your purpose and so I'm a, I'm, it's funny because I started a podcast to try to figure out my purpose after coming back from France, because I was actually going to go to Indonesia after France. No
0: way, to Bali?
1: So, no, just anywhere in Indonesia that That's would take amazing. me. Yeah, because I wanted to learn how to surf and i wanted to live in asia cuz i had i hadn't done that yet
0: you wanted to be able to say you're a surfer
1: i wanted to be able to say this. yeah yeah that's beautiful yeah so anyway so um what was the point of even saying that all time oh, you
0: so you said you were um you wanted to find your purpose and you started the oh, podcast yes, yes yeah. yes
1: so because i couldn't do this next amazing thing that i wanted to do and i had to i had to be forced to come back from france because of covid and i wanted to be around family and whatever I felt so lost when I got here. I was like, "Damn it, this like Indonesia thing didn't work out," and like, I, like everyone's going through all the shit right now, and like everything's fucked up, right? So I was like, I need to do something to help me like figure out. Like, I'm a very proactive person, so I was like, I need to figure out like how to like figure out my purpose and like what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I decided to make a podcast called Practical Purpose Podcast. That's
0: cute. I like it. <laughs>
1: I always had a passion, too, for, like, educating people of color because I feel like we always get, like, the shit end of the stick in terms of information for life skills. So yeah. I wanted to, like, add a podcast that was, like, a purposeful podcast and then also practical where, like, we would always talk about purpose, but then at the end of it, I'll also talk about a practical skill that people could practice that day.
0: Wow. For- Something that can get you closer to your purpose.
1: Yeah. Or just, like, Physically. wherever you want to be in life. right? Wow. So the first podcast episode was with my best, like some of my best friends from college who, they work for Google. And so their purpose, like, but they studied mechanical engineering. Mm -hmm. So like completely different than what they were doing now. And so they talked about like how they followed their passions of like just technology. Yeah. And because they worked at the help desk and they always, they were always gamers and like whatever. So they like followed like that path rather than like going to the engineering route, like the traditional engineering mechanics. Wow.
0: So they ignored their degree and they just went into like basically what they wanted to do yeah, yeah. so it's
1: like a foot it was like a, a foot in the door because they got a, like a, an impressive degree engineering mm-hmm. but they weren't going to follow that path that they thought that they were going to follow they yeah. followed the path that made them happy which is working for google and working in and they're doing amazing right now wow um so I, so that was that and then we talked about financial literacy so that was great but i'm not you know they're my best friends from college but like i'm we're so different like and we were always very different you know like i'm the hippie and they're like the gamers you know yeah so we just got along because we were cool but th- we don't align in like that kind of like purpose path right yeah
0: they're more corporate yeah straight ways yeah exactly
1: yeah. which is great for me because i i like different i like you know diversity in in friendships so of I you know i love them and they're wonderful people mm-hmm. but i was like i don't identify with them yeah you know with that purpose part i identify with our with other things and that's why we're friends. But anyway, so the second episode, my best friend went to New York Film Academy Hmm. and she's an uh, actress, interior designer, like just a creative uh, model. And so um, she introduced me to these amazing people at New York Film Academy who have their own production company. They're starting their own production company. And um, I interviewed them to have like a creative podcast episode of, of just creatives and like people who people were, who you
0: could resonate with on a lot of levels. Yeah. yeah. I
1: wanted it to be like different, like, spe- like sectors of society, not just like one sector. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I have like the tech industry. Now I'm going to do like the creative industry. And then I was, as I was talking to them, like this little part of my soul was like, oh, you are them. Like you're their creative. Like this is who you are. Yeah. Why are you not just doing this? And I, the whole conversation was amazing. And I, it felt really spiritual and i didn't end up finishing that episode because the overlay of the audio was really hard and i got into a really toxic relationship at the time and like work was crazy and the pandemic depression was just there and so it was just too much yeah but I'm so happy I did it anyway because I learned so much. And I was like, Francis, you need to fucking be a creative. And so I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I started thinking about I got out of a toxic relationship and started like re, like, you know, looking into my life and like, what do I want to do? And I was able to focus on myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, what can what can I do? Because I'm I'm not I'm not a wealthy person. I don't come from wealth. So I don't have like mom and dad can pay for this or I have $10,000 saved in the bank and I can just do whatever for a few months. Like, I don't have that. So um, I was like, how can I get like a degree, not a degree, but like training to do this stuff without having to come out of pocket? Yeah. Because I don't want to and I don't don't have the means. And so I realized that for the Navy, they have something called the mass communication specialist. And what you do is they teach you photography, photojournalism, graphic design, all media. Oh, free. for free wow. For free? i mean not for free because you gotta sign your life your away time and, <laughs> just your time just <laughs> All your <day>. time <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so i was like oh shit! you know this is something that i could do they'll pay for my training they'll pay for my certifications that i want to do outside of, of the training yeah i leave in five years and i have the qualifications to have a creative career so
0: and then you already know people i guess through you know yeah who are on your podcast who might have, you know yeah so there's it you have the network you just got to make it happen you just gotta
1: make it happen that's yeah. beautiful
0: that you said that because i feel like as immigrants there's like a battle in our hearts yeah between like financial stability like yes. you said and like it's like a thing where like you're when your purpose isn't considered it's like almost a curse right yes because it's like Like, why couldn't I just be into, like, accounting? Yeah. Why why couldn't that make me feel spiritual? Right. (laughs) You know?
1: Why couldn't I just be rolling around in money and be like, ooh, yes, God, thank you. But it's like, exactly.
0: But it's like, it's almost like you're going on, like, your own path, which Mm -hmm. is going to be more rewarding. Yeah. You just can't see it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it'll happen. You're a creative person. Yeah. You're going to do some amazing things. I can see it.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if I'm, yeah, I just, I just want to be able to, like, do what I love and be good at it and be able to support a family. Yeah. Because I've always just wanted a family, too. Oh. So as long as I have a family and I have a creative career. You and- and have a family,
0: Francis. <laughs> hey. Ohana. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Nobody gets that behind.
0: <laughs> you remember. I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that part made me cry every time I watch Yo, it. No,
0: Disney movies always make me cry. Always. Uh, every part. Yeah. But... So what's your what's your dream job? Declare it! Declare it right now! Just what do you want from the world? Say it confidently from your from your soul.
1: My dream job would be
0: dream purpose. Let's not call it a job. Jobs are okay. That's menial. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Dream
1: purpose. I want to use my artwork to inspire people.
0: So you want to be like a gallery artist, like. Like, oh, this is, he's Francis uh, Vasquez. Like, who's a famous art Like, uh Picasso. Yeah, of, right? like a
1: Picasso. No, and not so much like that, because, like, a lot of it was, like, kind of like a Picasso, kind of like a Dali. Like, you're right, yeah. Like, people who have, so they did a lot of political work, too. Like, yeah. a lot of their artwork was political. So what I really am passionate about, I love political conversations. I love understanding current events. Like, I'm super into, like, geopolitical conversations and and events and so um what i would love to do is just be able to tell ordinary stories about these crazy events you know so like for example like everyone's talking about taliban afghanistan whatever yeah i would love to go there interview a person in the taliban
0: wow and
1: just be like and have like a really authentic well-rounded story about them like not like a he's a terrorist or she's a terrorist but like who is this person? What is their life story? Why did they make these decisions? Why did they join the Taliban? Why right? did they join the Taliban? What what do they have in common with us, and what do they have that's different from us? Yeah. So I wanna I wanna like humanize things, and not just like these crazy stories, but people in the U.S. Like a rich person. Everyone hates rich people here. Yeah. Why? Who is this person? What yes. did they do? What did
0: they grow up? Maybe they just stumbled upon money. Maybe Yeah. They yeah. They didn't maybe they got it ethically. We don't yeah. know. We yeah. make a lot of assumptions. It's yeah. polarizing.
1: Yeah. So like I would love to make art whether that be like a painting or whatever or like some kind of documentary kind of style where it's like video. Yeah. Like cinematography, like something I I know I love telling stories about people. I love getting to know people and I love connecting people. So it's like anything that can connect people or I also really like taking commissions for people like what and they're like, Can you can you paint this for me? And I'm like, I don't know how to fucking do that, but we'll make it work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are cook commissions that you get that are like pretty wild?
1: Ah, oh, like my friend, my coworker and friend Lee, who's amazing. Um, he's a math teacher at my school and he's an incredible human being. And he has friends who take like these like super popular classic goal paintings slash like photographs or whatever and they put animals in place of a person.
0: Wow, so it's like Stuart Little? Yeah. <laughs> like like a kid like with a backpack, but then it's like a lion. Exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. So I don't know why, but instantly I thought of the little Afghan girl that Time Magazine put on their cover the while green-eyed girl. Afghan girl. The green-eyed Afghan girl. girl. You know? I have no idea why, but she came into my mind immediately when he told me about it. And there's a lemur that has eyes like hers.
0: Wow. And isn't it that lemur also on like National Geographic like Probably. The magazine? Probably. Like, yeah. Like Zabumafu. No. Kind of like a Zabumafu. Like a Zabumafu. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly like that. Yeah. Wow.
0: And then, yeah. so you'd want to combine them?
1: I've already started it, yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's incredible because you get like the that like bright blue background, then you have like that bright red of her scarf. Yeah. And then you have like the white face of the lemur, and I'm going to Take her eyes and not Gleamer's eyes. Well,
0: you said you don't do symbolic work, but that's very symbolic. Think about it. Yeah. You have the merging of humans yeah. and animals. Yeah. It says a lot about environment, global warming. Yeah. You know, humans encroaching on natural spaces. Or, yeah. Um, there's so much there. Yeah. Like, that's I love the way you're thinking about it. I'm just saying it's a very like political yeah. piece. Yeah.
1: I didn't even, honestly, I think it just came from a very natural place because I didn't realize that all this stuff that's happening in Afghanistan. And the comparison, the parallel to this painting
0: well, apparently global warming has something to do with the situation in Afghanistan. Oh, I read mm-hmm. yeah, there's like something with like the weather cycles and mm-hmm. like the lack of I can't speak fully on it, but yeah. there was something on it there's, yeah. there's there's always a connection to conflicts and always. and the weather patterns and droughts and stuff like yes. that. Yes. So that also makes sense in the context yeah. of this, of this yeah. artwork. This I love that. Like, yeah, I love
1: that you that you brought that connection because I'm just doing it right now, and, and the meaning comes from people like you. you know?
0: Yeah. Well, you don't even know because it's so spiritual for you. You don't even yeah. see it, but like, yeah. I'm seeing all these connections. Yeah. So I feel like art journalism is like your thing.
1: That's a beautiful. Yeah, you have a really good way with words. Thank you. Art journalism is definitely a thing I would love to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Art journal. You can. I don't even think it's like a thing. Like you can make it a thing. Yeah, that's yours. Take it. Art yeah, journalism. Yeah, art
1: journalism. Yeah. Be like, I'm oh, my friend, help me, Ferris. He's the one who coined it. <laughs> he coined art journalism. <laughs> and I you, just ran with it, <laughs> and
0: now I'm like the number one art journalist <laughs> in the world. Yeah,
1: I mean, like I said, Dolly and like these like ma- like famous painters were art journalists. Like,
0: yeah, Dolly Parton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolly she Parton. Was one too. She was. She yeah.
1: was. I mean, she's an incredible person. Yeah, honestly,
0: only respect for only respect Dolly. Her, yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, that that's really cool that you have that drive and you know what you want. So in the navy, are they gonna station you? Are you gonna leave us? Are you leaving yeah. D.C.? I
1: want to do active duty.
0: So you're gonna be like in Japan, Okinawa, or something. I hope so. Yeah. I hope I, I You've hope. You've never been past in, uh, Turkey, you said, yeah. Um, so yeah, now you can yeah. get
1: there. Turkey. Yeah, I hope so. That's another part of it. I'm like, I'm not ready to like I. I do feel like I, I'm creating community in DC that I'm really happy about. Like meeting you, Abraham Mo, um, my coworkers, hey. my people at Adams Morgan, like Madam's Organ, the bar that I always go to. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, I'm meeting like great people, you know. And I'm like getting to experience community in DC. So I'm really sad that I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Um, but I'm also happy because I'm so young. We're so young. Yeah, we are. There's and so I, much to see and do. So much. And I'm like while I'm sad I know if I come back I'll have people here.
0: Oh yeah, you I'm know? staying in DC. Yeah. Yeah. You are. I'm, I'm going to be in I'm going to be in
1: <laughs> Good. So now I have a place to come back and be like yo.
0: Exactly. Hey, 33, <laughs> apartment 33. Hey. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. So are you leaving in 5 years, you said?
1: So, I'm going to leave in this summer coming cuz I, I still want to teach this year. Oh,
0: so you're leaving soon. So, so yeah, now it's, no, it's like a year. You yeah, have a year. I Have a year yeah, and then
1: year. and then I'll be gone for 5. Yeah, like all around. I don't know where they'll put me. But yeah. I am going to be studying for seven months in Maryland. Okay. Yeah. What so are you I'll studying in Maryland? I'll be taking the classes, like the oh. those classes that I'm supposed to be taking for them. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing it in Maryland. That's really cool. Yeah.
0: And like it's a five-year commitment, right?
1: Yeah. So seven months is school and that's why it's five years because you're studying for the first year, basically. Okay.
0: So what happens if you want to leave early? Do they just say, uh, 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 uh. No, no, you can't do that. Really? No.
1: Once you sign those papers, it's over for you. Like you have, that's it, you're doing five years. You or you have, go to jail. You go
0: to jail yes. for two weeks, right? No! <laughs> <laughs> how do two we weeks. How do we break her out? <laughs>
1: Listen, if I get to that, I'll call you. Yeah. <laughs> like Paris was already on top of it. Yeah, come to Okinawa. Yeah. Right. come. Like, oh my God, do you remember that thing that happened that they had to um, export some man from Japan because they were going to put him in jail and they took him in a... Uh, instrument box and they put him there and they shipped him out.
0: Yeah, this was like the CEO of Toyota, yeah, right? Yeah, heard about that. Yeah. yeah, so we
1: have to just follow his
0: lead. Yo, yes, <laughs> instrument put you in like a bass box or yeah. like a cello or something. Yeah. I feel like you're tall. A cello would be yeah, a tell- Yeah, yeah, a cello yeah, yeah. would yeah. be good. <laughs> That's wild though. He he was in a, he was in a whole instrument box. He was actually supposed to be locked up. He stole a bunch of money. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then
1: they got him out of there. Yeah. The Japanese don't play either. They're brutal.
0: Yeah. If you like do something that's yeah. like against the code, Oh yeah. Uh, the penal code, they'll, they'll, oh, uh, yeah, they they'll press charge. They don't give a shit where you're from. Yeah. They'll lock you right up. Have you, did you ever watch locked up abroad? Yes. Oh, that's one of my favorite shows Me
1: too. <laughs> travel channel. Yes. <laughs> yes. It
0: used to be on national geographic when I had cable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But those are so scary because, be like, yeah. I was just going to uh, to Japan one. There was a Japan one. Did you see the, the no, girl I in Japan? The Japan one, no, she got basically. It was always like her some boyfriend, like, "Oh, take this bag with yep. you," and she's like, <laughs> like "Okay, it's I, it's I love it. you, honey,"
1: <laughs> and it's like thirty pounds of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "I don't know what happened." Right, what I still love him though.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're gonna run away, Bonnie and Clyde style. <laughs> He's gonna get me out of here, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> and like but some of these prisons are nice like the japanese prisons oh, are yeah. like i wouldn't say they were nice it's prison to prison but like yeah. compared to what we have here yeah. like the services like yeah. you know and they're all about rehabilitation so yeah. she was like i was happy i got locked up because like i was i was a bad apple and they taught me all these life skills yeah they teach them how to cook and clean and yeah. like take care of themselves yeah and stuff.
1: so i'm like that's okay. like the proper way to do it you know? yeah
0: because like you want these people to be members of society eventually yeah, yeah. um it's more than less than, more more of a rehabilitation, less of a punishment. Exactly, but here
1: know? it's like it's a business, so they don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, they want bodies and the, they well. want bodies, so they're like, "Good, keep committing crimes."
0: Yeah, keep please do it. Yeah, yeah, keep doing it. Please. Didn't they just ban like well, California banned um, for-profit prisons? Yeah, just California. Is, just Cali did that. Yeah, yeah. We definitely have the prisons, but industrial complex. Every time I think
1: about it, it, stresses me out. Yeah,
0: if you do a crime in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. are you locked up here or in Puerto Rico? Like, is it, is it is this prison system connected?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it depends on the jurisdiction and the crime that you committed, right? Okay. So, like, if it's, like, a federal crime, mm-hmm. then you definitely can be imprisoned in the U- In US. the U.S. Yeah. yeah. But if it's, like, a local crime, they do have, like, small little jails. Or jails and yeah. They have a prison through there. I'm actually reading a book right now. It's called War Against All Puerto Ricans. It's about, like, just the history of the United States and Puerto Rico and, like, all the atrocities they've committed and yeah they have like so like that was a bit triggering for me to talk about it right now because i'm like the stories i've been reading about the prison system and like how nationalists got locked up and tortured and stuff just for wanting you know independence for puerto rico is really traumatic and so there's a lot of history in the prisons in puerto rico that are really bad
0: Yeah. yeah it's definitely like a sad situation with puerto rico and yeah how they you guys are kept in limbo pretty much like yeah. You're not a state, you're not a country. You're not. You have independence, and then the reward is American citizenship.
1: It's offensive, and it's also like the reason that they did it was because they needed to draft people for the war.
0: Wow, to use Puerto yeah. Ricans as like a yeah, like basically a, a mercenary force. Yeah. That's so so sad. they yeah,
1: I don't know if it was Truman, uh, not Truman, Hoover. I think it was Hoover. Whoever was the president during the Second World War, I think it was Hoover. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. They yeah. They basically passed it so the Jones Act so that they could. And just whatever enlist people from Puerto Rico yeah I mean there's a lot of other things too like they had massacred they killed a bunch of like Puerto Ricans massacred them because they wanted independence, independence and, yeah. yeah and they like uh, they sterilized women wow. uh, they had they bombed like the only time the United States has ever bombed its own citizens was in Puerto Rico
0: they dropped a bomb on
1: they bombed people in
0: was it like a protest well, or something like a?
1: yeah wow. the nationalists were trying to rebel and they bombed them Wow. So it's the only time in American history that American citizens have been bombed.
0: That is so sad. Uh Puerto Rico and Samoa are both like in the same category, right? Of like territory, Guam, Guam, Samoa, Puerto Rico. The U.S. Virgin Islands as well. The U.S. Virgin
1: Islands. Same thing happened in Hawaii, except they became a
0: state. Yeah. Yeah. Hawaii had a whole like system of like kingdom and like they had a queen, queen, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: There's still a movement though for independence. I see their videos online.
1: For Hawaiian independence. Hawaiian independence, yeah. yeah. It's like an indigenous movement. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, like, it's so tied to the military. Like, the reason why Hawaii is even, like, a thing, right? Yeah. Because they wanted um, a post that was close to Japan and, you know, Asian countries in general. Yes. Yeah. It's in the middle of... The
0: Atlantic. It's really, people don't understand how far Hawaii is because oh, okay. on like the maps at school, yeah. you know, it's always like, they always yeah. <laughs> like cut Hawaii and like paste it super close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but It's like almost, I think it's closer to Japan than it is. the US. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah.
1: There was like bomb threats like at some point because North Korea was sending bombs to Japan. Yeah. And they got like threats. Like they had
0: the off. sirens, right? The sirens. Were,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So it's like, so basically it's all strategic you know, planning and the same thing for Puerto Rico. Like they wanted it because it was close to Cuba and that's why they took it.
0: Was this during communism or before Castro? This is before Castro.
1: Yeah. It was like after the Spanish American war. Yeah. And they wanted like, well, they wanted, they kept it because it was close to Cuba. They wanted it originally because they wanted to extend into the Caribbean because they wanted to use the Caribbean's natural resources. So they wanted to start growing like tobacco and sugar cane. Sugar, and cane, and 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 sugar cane became one of like the biggest companies in Puerto Rico. And it was like, all the land was given. So after 400 years of being reigned by Spanish rule, mm-hmm. Puerto Rico um, became independent for a little while. And uh, like six weeks after, like something like that, six or six, six weeks or six months, something like that, after the Spanish let Puerto Rico become independent because they lost the war to the US, Spanish-American War, um, the US came knocking on the door. And we hadn't even been independent for a year. Wow. And so they took all of the land from the locals and like at least four or five years after, and so they took they came in 1878, and after a few years, 80 percent of the land was owned by three conglomerates that were American conglomerates. Wow. After a few years, of yeah,
0: so corporations basically own Puerto Rico,
1: basically, and the people who had their own land, got it. They were stolen from the locals and given to these prop these like companies. Is there like
0: any effort to get like repatriate land? Um, From corporations to Puerto Ricans.
1: Yeah, at some point. So I'm like half, I'm like halfway through the book. So I'm I'm because right now like I own land in Puerto Rico. Yeah, through so, your parents, through my parents. Yeah. Yeah. So there must have been, but I don't really know like the details of that yet because I'm like still in the beginning of the story. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's yeah we got for lack of a better word sorry for if this is triggering but we got basically raped. Yeah.
0: So is that why you specify when you say you always say I'm Puerto Rican American or like I'm Puerto Rican. Because remember I was with Abe and he was like, it's kind of like, are Puerto Ricans Americans? Yeah. But you feel like a strong desire to distinguish. And I think most Puerto Ricans do feel a strong desire to distinguish themselves from Uh just Americans because of the history, like you said.
1: Yeah, it's not, I mean, I think I'm learning the history now. And I'm going to shout out my brother for being the one to recommend this book for me. Um, But I've always felt a strong Puerto Rican identity because I would go back every single summer. And Live with my dad in Puerto Rico. Yeah, so I felt like I was like this third culture kid where it was like I was born there Raised in Rhode Island for most of the time and then would spend summers in Puerto Rico So it was like my household was super Puerto Rican. I would go to Puerto Rico every year and I was born there So I never really felt like American I knew like my culture was partly American because the diversity of my friend groups and like the things that I I would go to Puerto Rico and be like, oh, that's different. That's not yeah. like what we do it. The right? PASOX don't play here. <laughs> right, yeah. right, 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 right Yeah, but when, the first time I got called American was when I lived in Costa Rica for studying abroad for, in college. No way! And someone was like, "Because in in the U.S. you say you're Puerto Rican, They're like, okay, you're Puerto Rican, because everybody's American. Yeah. You're living here, right? So you don't have to specify that you're Puerto Rican American or that you're whatever." So I told the Puerto Rican I was Puerto Rican, and they were like, "Oh, so you live you live in Puerto Rican? Like where?" And I was like, "No, I live in the U.S., but like I'm Puerto Rican." And they're like, "No, no, no, you're American." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, what?" You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are you still coming to terms with your American identity today? Yeah. yeah. You, haven't, have you haven't fully accepted it? No. Yeah.
1: I do in a sense, but I also feel like now, especially reading like the book and stuff like that, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, even though I'm going to be part of the military, just so fucking ironic. Right? Yeah.
0: Is there any other route to becoming a creative other than like, um, like getting a kind of like the skills set other than the military?
1: Yes, but.
0: That that don't cost money. Like we're really narrowing this filter down. Yeah, exactly. No money. No money.
1: No money. uh, Mm -hmm. And honestly, I don't. I don't see many options. Yeah. And if I was doing something right now that I enjoyed, like then I could just save up money and buy a camera and do stuff on my free time or whatever. Yeah. But I don't want to like do it on my free time. I want it to be your main job. job. Yeah. You know, I don't because I have. I'm gonna be honest. I have a very short like bandwidth. Of life in, for a day. Well, life
0: is short in general. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, bro, after like six hours of working whatever job that's not a creative job, I do not have the mental capacity to be creative. I just don't. Yeah. It's just not in me, right? So it's like I'm getting drained. And so there's, I, I just don't want to like push it to the side anymore. I just want it to be it. I want it to be my life. Yeah. And jumping in with no experience. First of all, I'm going to get paid shit. And right now I'm getting paid very well as a teacher. Yeah. So i can't, i would have to move out of my apartment change my whole life completely
0: shop at all these more <laughs> <laughs> i don't mind shopping at all Aldi's, Aldi's so is amazing <laughs> lemons yeah, yeah. Lemons.
1: <laughs> 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 no because i don't i don't spend a ton on like food or, i mean like groceries and like clothes i don't mm, have like, i don't buy new
0: shit yeah like, rarely. yeah
1: like i don't have like high need for objects but I don't want to be worried about where my next food's going to come from. And yeah. artists are always struggling.
0: Starving artists is a term. Exactly, for a reason.
1: Yeah. And so I don't want, I can't, I know that I, I don't want to live that life because it'll ruin the art for me. Yeah. It'll ruin it because it'll, it'll be associated to something negative.
0: Struggling and struggling. suffering. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that's why the military seems for me like the best option because I know I'll at least have somewhere to live and I'll at least have food. Yeah. And then the rest of the time can be focused on on my creative and you'll pick up all these skills like exactly. software
0: skills and like editing yeah and for free for free and you'll get to travel you like doing that anyway exactly so it's a win-win so if anything yeah. you know you're duking the you're you're, yeah. get, getting your best out of it yeah like, yeah yeah you're, yeah, you're yeah. coming out on top
1: I think so too And it, but it is also I think the thing I'm coming to terms with is like it's so opposite of like my political views
0: yeah i can tell because you're like a hippie at heart you're yeah you're, but
1: you're, i also have some critical ideas about like i don't necessarily think that we can ever reach like peace on earth or things like no that, like there know? needs
0: to be some sort of form of self-defense i mean yeah. you can't reach you can't reach peace in your own neighborhood like, yeah you know like yeah. there's gonna be somebody who's gonna do something yeah so you got to go with your cards up
1: yeah so it's like a it's like a weird thing because i think traveling you know i used to be like super left super liberal super blah blah, blah, blah like, mm-hmm. like those like woke woke stars, you know,
0: (laughs) woke, wokeymon, (laughs) wokeymon,
1: yeah, but traveling has really brought me more center, to be honest, in a lot of ways. So
0: are you more appreciative of the things you've had in the U S rather than like maybe before you were like, you know, down with the system, but you're like, maybe the system's not a little bit of the system. It's a little bit of the system.
1: Yeah. Well, I think anything racist or anything like based in bigotry, obviously there's no explanation for that. Right. Of course. so you can't really that stuff i'm like fuck you you know like that's not something i can accept or appreciate mm-hmm. but the things like living in cameroon like seeing my coworkers, like they couldn't get another job and like rise to the top of that job yeah like that's not an option in cameroon or in france even for that matter. for
0: like teaching in schools you said
1: for anything right wow. so like let's say you want to change your career path here yeah. you can do it go ahead just do apply. it apply. just apply mm-hmm. right or know somebody yeah over there, that's not an option.
0: Why is is it because of this like the system is there's not enough jobs or like what's the reason behind that societally? Yeah. yeah.
1: So France is different than Cameroon, but Cameroon is all because corruption. The system is just so corrupt that it's just impossible. Wow. And then for France it's because their 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 mentality is very like linear. Mm-hmm. So it's like you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. What you study in high school is what you do for high college. school. Yeah, like you start fo- focusing in high school, you kind of know what you want to do. Whoa, that'd
0: be if they caught me in high school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you will make spitballs your whole life. <laughs>
1: You're gonna have a spitball factory. I have a spitball. <laughs> the finest <blindness> of spitballs. <laughs> we keep them
0: moist here in the packaging. <laughs> we use vacuum seal. We use-
1: We use only the finest spit.
0: (laughs) We test our spit before we place them on our product. The The other competitors, no testing. No testing. The pH balance is perfect. It's off. It's too acidic. It'll burn right through you.
1: Then it becomes some kind of like meteorite instead of... Exactly. (laughs) It's a whole comet. It's a whole thing. No, yeah, but in France it's more like yeah you just it's very linear so here it's i really appreciate the flexibility yeah and the the, we do have some of the most incredible and impressive opportunities
0: most definitely yeah um and even compared to like other places in north america yeah like um i think maybe canada as well because Mm -hmm. i know canadian friends were like it's really hard to like get a good paying job if you haven't done a b c d yeah a b c d in in canada and like The, and there's also, like, because their economy is smaller. So, like, mm-hmm. we do have those benefits as well. We do yeah. have cons as well. Like, every, I don't yeah. think any country is perfect. No yeah. system is perfect. Yeah. So, you just kind of have to be imperfect for a little bit.
1: Yeah, man. But it's tough. Yeah. It's tough what about you? What is your dream job? Your dream purpose? My dream purpose?
0: Yeah. <sighs> My dream purpose. Yeah. I don't know. I like talking to people. I like doing this. If yeah. I could do this on, like, a professional level, yeah. I'd, like, really enjoy myself. Yeah. Yeah. I see... And also like artistic stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, I thought about doing like music for a little bit, Yeah, you know, like playing the oud, like band or something, like yeah. doing something like I have so many like talents, not talents, mm-hmm. but like interests. Yeah. I have my finger in a lot of pies. Yeah. So sometimes it gets crazy because I'm like, what do I focus on to make yes. my thing thing? Yeah. You know, I feel like you're kind of the same way where yeah. you're like, I like travel, I like art, mm-hmm. I like politics a little bit, yeah. I like reading, I like, you know, so it's mm-hmm. like you have to pick one. Fortunately, mm-hmm. like you have to put your energy in one. Yeah. For the most part, to make it to make it a thing. So, like, yeah, yeah I love doing this. I love um, anything that involves, like, people or social sciences. Yeah. Like, I'm just all about it, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 Studying, like, I love studying religions. I love yes. studying, like, spirituality and, yeah. like, history. So, like,
1: yeah, yeah that's... Yeah, you're um, very knowledgeable on those,
0: too. Thank you. Thank you very you're much. Welcome. I try to, you know, stay stay on top of my shit.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think, like, as you get older, like, when you're a kid, when you're a child, you don't realize how much there is to know and learn, right? You kind of get overwhelmed by it. Yeah. And then as you get older, you start to like, at least for me, I start to love learning about these like intricate things. And you're like, oh, this connects to that. And like, this connects to that. And it's about like a a, a journey of learning. And I think like uh, you start to hone in on special
0: Yeah, and you can get lost in the sauce. Lost
1: in the sauce. (sighs) Which is kind of beautiful. It's beautiful. I actually
0: wanted to, you were talking about majoring in different things and not feeling like you can. Yeah. But I wanted to major in um, like humanities. And like, uh, one thing I want to do is uh, not psychology. What's the other one? Sociology. No. Why can't I think of it? Philosophy. Philosophy. The other PH one. <laughs> oh, no it just worries. I do the same head. thing in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Ph. ph. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but then like I i almost did it, but I IQ I freaked out. At yeah. The end. I went to the department of like well, this was for anthropology. I was gonna switch to anthropology. Yeah. But it was also humanities, right? So like I and I talked to the people and like the professors. Yeah. And I took all the information down. Yeah. And the last minute I was just like three more years of college because I'd already started a different major. So yeah. switching would have held me back and I would yeah. have been like, I really don't want to be here for three more years yeah. into a job that might not pay yes. well. So like, yeah. I was just like, I'll just do something on my own. Yeah. If I, if yeah. I once I graduate, but like, yeah, like you said, it's like the, the yeah. struggle of, yeah. of being cursed. Yeah.
1: This, but this fucking system pushes you into that, right? Like the system pushes you into it. Cause like other countries, you don't have to pay for education. So you get to do what you love and you also like there are jobs for those things, yeah. right? In this fucking system, it's like you don't get to choose to do what you love because you're not going to get paid shit because they don't value humanities here.
0: Exactly, and also the government here isn't there, we don't have like a strong welfare system that I can no. like fall back on, <laughs> Just in which case. would be so comforting if it right, was there. Right. So you're right. It's 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 crazy, and you can always see people like you could. I, I would love being a professor, like. And yeah, someone can be a professor. I'd love, but the problem is with being a professor, it's like you also don't get paid that well. Yeah, it depend, and like there's no full time jobs, and like
1: unless and you get tenure,
0: and tenure takes yeah. like a long time, tenure, and your like years, yeah, yeah. and you, you can't like be a free spirit. You gotta like, yeah, do your academic work.
1: Yeah, that's the thing about like, yeah, I I can't I can't I can't live in that like system anymore. Yeah, it's like too much. Like it's, as a teacher, like so your job is to like make your students successful in this world that's your job. Yeah. Like my job, especially me teaching in the Northeast across the river, like our kids they already have like gaps, right, in terms yeah. of education. So it's like the I don't want to make any bigger, I don't want to make the gap larger. I want to make it smaller, mm-hmm. right, as much as I can. And so it's fucking hard because you want to be like this artistic person to just be like be yourself and like, you know, love love your authenticity and and they're fucking incredible beings, but also, they have to fit into a system if they want to be successful. So you're fucking stuck in this horrible cycle of like, I'm telling these kids that they're, you know, amazing, wonderful, beautiful beings. And then I'm telling them that they have to get these skills to be successful. Wow, you know it's Do you see the
0: cycle, like you're teaching them exactly what was taught to you that puts you in this very position today. exactly.
1: Exactly. And you
0: have no choice to perpetuate the cycle.
1: I have no choice because the thing that cures poverty is money.
0: Unfortunately.
1: Unfortunately. And politics, but money governs politics. So it's money, right? So if they want to make money, they have to learn the skill sets to be able to make money.
0: But what if they just became like rappers or basketball players or but like.
1: That's not realistic for all of them. Yeah. Like, some of them, yeah. They could be, so right? Like, you're thinking of one, like, I know.
0: Yeah. He could be one. There's a,
1: there's a kid, Howard, in my... Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> is he, like, is he always, like, rapping and Oh, so yeah.
1: On? Oh, yeah. He has... A, he's good. Wow. Like, he has, like a whole following and he has a whole youtube da vinci like his name is Lil da vinci if y'all want to see him on youtube Lil Da Vinci. because he
0: have like a big following of like yo Lil da vinci posted a video guys
1: yeah in the middle school everyone loves him no. and he has like the whole like rapper swag and everything like he's just like a, he's a rapper like that boy's a rapper
0: like he's ready to become oh
1: yeah he's i could see him making it yeah. yeah 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 so
0: Lil da vinci doesn't have to learn these skills with everybody else <laughs> hey.
1: no he does too and he's actually a yeah. really good student He's a very good student. Wow, that's,
0: that's amazing.
1: Yeah, he's a good student. But um, but he is very, like, Northeast DC. Like, he has, like, a very Northeast DC personality. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, but the other day, he got into a fight with a girl. And that's unacceptable. Like a physical fight? Like a physical altercation. No. But he's a good student and whatever. And so you're, like, sitting with these, like, weird-ass parallels and, like, weird-ass dichotomies and weird-ass, like, you know? And then you have to sit and be like, there are certain personality traits or you know things that we as immigrants or people of color have that we have to unlearn to be able to be successful some in some ways you know
0: 100 percent.
1: which fucking sucks like we, i don't want to tell my kid that you know like, yeah. my kids meaning my students
0: and are your kids mostly immigrants or Mo- pe- no. people of color immigrants or most
1: of my kids are like dc like natives okay DMV natives so like their families have been here for generations yeah and black they're all black kids that's beautiful
0: yeah so yeah you're right about the unlearning my dad always used to say he'd be like we weren't raised to be winners which is really interesting wow he was like we weren't raised to be winners and like i always used to like sit with me like really you're and then when i look at myself like the way i like imposter syndrome like spaces where i feel like less confident i'm like why people who are less qualified than us have like all like for example i think trump is a really good example yeah right he has all the confidence in the world because he was raised to be a winner yes quote unquote you know like it's yeah. not the best way to put it but like i, I know
1: what you're saying you know yeah. what i mean he was yeah, raised yeah,
0: to yeah, have yeah. that mentality like, i could do anything yeah and then like somebody who's like has like has got like a phd or like yeah even like has like amazing skill sets skill sets and like the arts and stuff like that yeah. they'll be like i don't know i'm not as good as yeah you know because like you know they don't have the support system
1: exactly they don't have the support system and yeah i even watched like a documentary on donald trump like on netflix because i wanted to know more about him yeah and you're 100% right like he was born his dad like already had like this huge company in New York and one of his first hotels that he built he didn't he didn't put up the money himself because his dad wasn't that rich yeah he asked the city to pay and give a ton of money
0: how do you ask this? how do you have the confidence to go to town hall and be like go pay me to have an he investment did it
1: and he got it no and the investment was because they were going to re uh uh, what is it called when like you like
0: revitalize a neighborhood or something? Or?
1: Yeah, like when you take a building and you you like uh, renovate, renovate it. it yeah. yeah. So he's like renovating um, an old building and he wanted to turn it into a hotel, and because it was like a classic building in New York, it was a historical, it was site like a historical site. Like yeah. they they gave him the money.
0: Wow. Bullshit.
1: And he like they he was this close to not getting it, Wow. and just because he kept the confidence up, and he was super young, he was like in his twenties. In
0: his twenties. <laughs> yeah. Imagine I always look back at my life and I'm like if my parents didn't hound me for things or if they gave me the self-esteem, <laughs> where would I be today? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah.
1: But you know what? People like us are better, though, because we're empathetic. And we, You're right. Yeah. Because
0: we've been in, like, low places. Yeah. And, like, we've eaten on the ground. And yeah. You think Trump ever went to Aldi's?
1: No, motherfucker. He eats McDonald's because he... <laughs> 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 Not he because he likes it. No, yeah. <laughs> Not even because he's poor. It's because... You know why? Why? I read an article about it. Why does he like it? Because the chances of you being... Because the... the, the ingredients come from the same place oh. and so you the chances of you being poisoned are super super low because wow. all McDonald's come like the fact like it's all pre-packaged. the manufacturing is the same place and they have to give the same food all the time they cannot change it That's why he eats McDonald's. Because he's scared of getting poisoned? Because he's scared of being poisoned. That's actually really funny. It's crazy. He's a fucking, (laughs) like, he's a lunatic, (laughs) this man.
0: But, like, can't, like, an employee, like, put something in there? Yeah, but,
1: like, they don't know it's for him, right? Someone goes into McDonald's and orders something. It's anonymous. They don't know who, who it is.
0: Especially if you're doing like Grubhub or something.
1: Yeah. But you can go into like, if you go to like a fancy ass restaurant in New York City. Like, they're
0: going to know you're here. They're going to know you're here. Wow, he'd have to get it on, like order it, takeout. Yeah. That is wild. That's yeah. the funnest fact I learned today. <laughs> I thought he just was just like, actually like Big Macs.
1: He, I think he also does. I mean, look at him. But.
0: <laughs> and like a Diet Coke. What's the up with yeah. the Diet Coke? He doesn't need that. No,
1: no, he doesn't need that. It's a, it's an addiction that yeah. man. A lot of people are addicted to Diet Coke.
0: Is, it, is aspartame like addictive? It is.
1: Sugar wow. is more is ten times more addictive than cocaine.
0: I've read that. Yeah, that is insane.
1: And even more like the synthetic like diet sugars are more. Which is
0: actually even worse. There's nothing diet about it. It's worse. No, it it's works. actually better to have cane sugar.
1: Yes, yeah, wow. it's a fucking scam. It's a
0: whole scam. They <laughs> <Yeah>. got you. They <laughs> got. And the gray cans of Coke. <laughs> yeah, so ugly too. Why oh, are you yeah. you have gray can of Coke? Yeah. It's wild. We've been talking for a minute though. Yeah. I feel like we should wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. But, but this was really fun.
1: <laughs> we just talked about the most random stuff. We Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. We talked about yeah, everything. Everything.
0: Yeah. Come on anytime. You're more yes. than welcome. Studio yeah. 33. Yes. 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 You, know yes. you got to
1: come to Paris' house. Yes. <laughs> this is where it's at. <laughs> the decorations I don't look are poppin'. Yeah. Look at the painting. No, it's me eight minutes to walk here from the Eight minutes. Yeah.
0: You're from Young Columbia, right? E- yeah. Eight minutes. You yeah. walk past Philip when you said coffee. I'm getting coffee. Yeah. I knew you were at Philip Felipe's. Yeah. Yep. I Felipe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good one it's a good one yeah yeah phillips yeah. all right thank all right. you so much francis thank you, want, you. Th-
0: th- no thank you for coming and blessing the mic Ble- you bless the mic you're super sweet and oh, thank, thank you, you so for much.
1: inviting me and being a good host anytime <laughs> and
0: do you want to shout out your art because francis makes amazing pieces she also commissions um, so if you want pieces I'm yeah sure. sure yeah but so- she charges though Right. Please tell me you charge. <laughs> do charge. Yeah. Get your money, girl. Yes. Get your money up. I'm a, try, I'm a try, you know, a yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, yeah, so my handle on Instagram is Hijas de Tierra. And for people who don't speak Spanish, it's H I J A S D E T I E R R A. Um, and it's uh in Spanish it's women it's girl like daughters of the earth. And um yeah, I have an Instagram, I do commissions, don't expect like fast return because i'm a teacher and i'm busy and my kids are coming first right now but um, i do a lot of work so i'm going to be finishing with this commission for my co-worker and then i'm, I'm open i'm open yes
0: <laughs> commissioned pieces by get her like while you can yeah. so you can say that you have a francis piece thanks. you know so putting
1: in those little plugs you, you know i gotta plug you in thank you thanks. we gotta outlets outlets that's all it is
0: so thank you so much Have a good day (laughs) Yay!
1: Yay. Yay. We did it!